0: Lord Talks Radio.
1: You deserve the glory and the honor. Lord, we lift our heads and
2: worship
1: as we praise your holy name. You deserve the glory and the honor. Lord, we lift our hands and worship, as we bless your holy men You deserve, you deserve us the- all. There is no one else like you. There is no one else. You are great. You do miracles so great. There is no one else like you. There is no else. Cause you do mighty things, and you do glorious things. You're a faithful God. Awesome is your name. Somebody, come on. You do my, you do glorious things. You do glorious things. You're a faithful faith. God. A faithful awesome God. is your name. All we give the glory, God, you do mighty things, you do, you do glorious things, you do, You're a miracle working God. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is here. Your name is here. You're a miracle working God. Your,
3: your name, name is You Yahweh. want to declare it. Your name,
1: your name, your name Yahweh. is God.
4: The Jahashua. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus, who makes everything possible for us always in his timing, not in ours, always in his. This is why his will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We are grateful for the Lord's mercy that endure forever. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Arlie. Thank you, the Lord's servants. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Since they've done a wonderful job. Amen. Thank you, Lord, and and restore everything back to normal. Thank you, Lord. The Lord is good. In his mercy, endure forever. Amen. We start in John 639. And this is the Father's will, who has sent me, that all of all which he has given me, I shall lose nothing, but should raise up again in the last days. Thank you, Lord. The question is, why did the Lord need to raise again in the last days? It's because they're already dead. He's talking about the resurrection of the dead. My brother and my sister, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus Thank you, Yeshua. I say, uh, I believe it was last Sunday, as they saw the resurrection of the dead, uh, they rise back again. They came. There was a mighty, mighty earthquake that happened in this revelation last week, and the tomb were opened, and people came out of the, the, the tomb naked, uh, looking for clothing to our homes, and people were helping them with clothing, and people were clothing them. Amen. It was the resurrection of the dead, and it kind of reminded me how, when we are born, uh, in the hospital, in the clinic, in a home, whenever you were born, because some people may say I was born at home, brother. Lee. Okay, we're born naked. Okay, we're born naked with no clothes. So, amen. Our parents have to dress us. And seeing the resurrection of the dead, my brother, and my sister, reminded me of how we are born, amen, naked, praise the Lord, because in the same matter, or in the same faction, they, they were resurrecting uh, uh, naked, my brother and sister, so it's going to happen again, but it's the resurrection of the dead in Christ, amen, thank you, Lord, so that's, that's that coming after the three days of darkness, my brother and my sister, So the Lord did not leave things there. I don't know how many of you were able to listen uh, to the last revelation that we share, which was the Lord, uh, again, show me the earthquake of California, my brother and sister. And remember that we share, which I got to go there. Amen. I believe it was John. Thank you, Lord. Was it John or Matthew? Either one. Thank you, Lord. It's Matthew 27, I believe it is amen where the restoration of the lord amen thank you lord this is says thank you jesus about the earthquake that happened amen amen thank you lord and where jesus was crucified praise you lord praise you yeshua amen um thank you lord it's in yeah i believe it is in in when the earthquakes happened, my brothers and sisters, we see Jesus in, in Matthew twenty-seven forty-six, 46, and about the nine hour, he cried out with a loud voice saying, Eli, Eli, Lava, Salatini. And, and that, that is to say, my God, my God, why thou hast forsaken me. And some of those that stood there, uh, when they heard that, they said that the man was calling for Elisha. Amen. Because uh, it, it, shall used to call for God, for God's help, Amen. Thank you, Lord. So, uh, verse 50, Jesus, when he cried out, out again with a loud voice, uh, yield up the ghost, and behold, the veil of the temple was rent in two, from the top to the bottom, and an earthquake. Okay, an earthquake, and the rock rented, Amen. And the rock, see, I didn't, I didn't put it together, but seeing it clearly. The reason, uh, the reason why the rock was broken, was because the earthquake was powerful. This, this one translation said this was a great earthquake. Okay, I believe it's even further down too. It says that it was a great earthquake. Amen. And then the grave were open. So the the grave were open because this earthquake was so strong, and losing everything up. Okay. And then the miracle of the resurrection uh, followed after the ground was loosed by this mighty earthquake because it broke the rock, it ran to the rock, it broke it to pieces, or it broke it in pieces. And and then the dead would be able to come out. Okay, so God caused the earthquake, and then God caused the, the rock to break through the earthquake, and then caused the, the death to rise. In other words, he made it easier for them. You see, there's nothing we can do without the Lord's help. There's nothing He told His disciples. Nothing you can do without Me. The 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 dead in Christ needed the Lord to break the rock where they were buried. Okay, loosen the soil of the cemetery. Okay, the ground in order for them to come out, because it would it would have been very hard for them to come out. Okay, my brother, my sister. It would have been very hard for the dead to rise again if the ground would have remained stiff, hard, you know. But God uh, knew that they needed his help because without him, there's nothing we can do without Jesus. And so he he made it happen this way, showing again that we always need God in, in every occasion and in every situation. Amen. So learn to cry after him for help because he's our helper. Amen. So the grave were open, and many bodies of the saints who slept arose, okay, will rise, some translation says, okay? Many of the saints. Now, notice that it doesn't say all. See, God used a certain word to communicate to us a message that if we pay close attention to the message, we'll be blessed. The grave were open and many bodies, not all bodies. Because the restoration is not for all. In another word, not all. Because it will say it all, okay? But many will. It's like coming down from from the church that are going home in the rapture, coming down to the millennium that the Lord said, not all, okay? Not all. So it's a, it's the same as say many, but not all, okay? Thank you, Lord. So that that's, you know, when we study God's word, we gotta pay attention to the small details. Because they explain a lot to us. Thank you, Lord. So in this revelation, the Lord shows me. This was Sunday morning, I believe it was. Or Friday, Saturday morning. He shows to me, again, the earthquake in California. But this time, I was in my glorified body after the three days of darkness. Being in my glorified body, I was watching this television channel. Okay? Because the Lord brought me back after From after he brought me back, okay, before the earthquake or when the earthquake happened on the day that it happened, okay, the earthquake of California. After those three days of darkness, he brought me back because the earthquake happens before. That was a clear understanding I have from the Lord. The earthquake of California, okay, would happen before. But, you know, we call it the earthquake of California, but many states are going to be affected, Okay, because remember, the power grid of the Northeast states, when I say Northeast, I'm talking about North Carolina, uh, Atlanta, Georgia, Virginia, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Connecticut, Massachusetts, Maine, all are tied up with California somehow, one way or another. Okay, and are tied up with other states that are going to highly be affected, highly affected, when this earthquake in California goes. So this is what the media was saying. The media was saying, CNBC, NBC, uh, uh, Fox News, CNN, all these national, local, international channels were saying that this earthquake in California, and I was watching on my glorified body, I can listen to them all at the same time and fully understand the news in my glorified body. I can hear the news. I can see every single channel in my glorified body all at the same time, using 100% of my mind, watch them all at the same time. And it's exactly like right now in this body, if I'm watching one of them, paying close attention to what the same and the news right now, the same in my glorified body, if I were watching all of them together, I would still get the same understanding. Full understanding, full understanding of the, news, of the news, full understanding of what they were saying. In our glorified body, it is incredible. The Lord wanted me to experience it this way, and I tell you, it's awesome, awesome, awesome. It's awesome. It's great. It is unthinkable. It is unimaginable to be in your glorified body and to be able to understand Practically without any limitation Okay, to see To hear all And understand all My brothers and sisters It is so incredible So 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 incredible I loved it so much I really did And I tell you, wait until you Get a glorified body You are gonna love it Because the sound the the sound are gonna be much higher, much greater. You'll be able to, to understand things unthinkable compared to men. Beyond. Okay? My brother insisted, and remember them all and understand them fully clearly without any problem. It's amazing. It's just amazing. And and, and just listening to all of them, watching what they were reporting on, my brother and sisters, this is what they were saying. They were saying that California what this effect what this earthquake had caused over California California was unrecognizable. I remember that word clearly. Then saying that California will be unrecognizable. Unreparable. That was another word they used. And the news. I would, as they were because I believe they had helicopter flying over California, the news from other states. And they're reporting on it, and they're saying how bad it is that they, they think that how it went about California will be unrepairable. And if they would try to repair California again, it would take hundreds of billions of dollars. Okay, so think about it. And the loss of life was unbearable, unnumbered. They could not number how many people lost their life. My brother insisted. stood. Okay. And I was like, oh, Lord, oh, God. I'm listening to it because the Lord wanted me to hear and remember and come here and tell you, my brother and sister. Okay. And I'm watching the news and I'm stunned by the information they're giving out in the news. Okay. But it was not just California, like Arizona other state New Mexico close New Mexico I, I heard them say New Mexico clearly was also highly damaged by the earthquake okay these are states they're going to be damaged highly uh, close to California those that are right in the border of California okay are gonna be damaged severely okay. I don't know why Washington State been on the news so much, but I believe they're also close to California. Okay? So I believe God's been warning people up in Washington State to also remember, okay, Vegas, they're not so close, but they're not so far. States surrounding California will highly be affected. Okay? And even uh, Texas, who's not so close to California, will also be affecting and the rest of the country. Okay? Power outages. Remember, my brother and sister, a couple of months ago, two, three, three months ago, I came here on the Lloyd's Tower and I shared dreams Where I saw here, we were here before the three days of darkness, and there was a power outage here in North Carolina, and I could not use my cell phone in this revelation. The, the cell phone tower went down. In north carolina and i knew this in every state i had the understanding from the lord this and every other state was the same okay cell phone towers were down internet was down okay and i was like why am i gonna use this phone Look, and other people who were coming from other states to my house before three days of darkness they were saying "Brother, i came from arizona i came from texas I came from this other state, and we need to have cell phone tower, Brother Elvey. We need to have no internet, okay? The roads are so bad, Brother Elvey. We have to practically walk all the way here. That's what they said to me. I'm like, you walk all the way here? It's like 13 hours for you to Texas in a car, 13 and a half hours. So about 14 and a half, you know. And the people were telling me they walked from Texas here. So that takes weeks or over a month walking. Okay, it depends how you know how fast, and you're gonna to have to stop those days and rest and get up early in the morning and continue to walk. Okay, but these people had like maps, no, no GPS. Okay, GPS are really unless they are maps now on Google Store. Shalom, uh, Jesus, my rock. That you can, they're, they're called offline, offline uh, GPS or map. I believe that's what they call. Them. You can download them to your cell phone, okay, and keep them there. And and you don't really necessarily you don't necessarily need internet for them to work, okay. If you just have your cell phone and so long you can charge it with backup battery and um, solar. Some people have a small solar panel that I have one of those in my truck where you can charge your cell phone. Okay, so things like that you can use during that time because the sun is still going to come out. And you charge your cell phone on your way here. Okay, you don't, need, you don't need GPS. You don't need Internet for those offline to work. They just work offline. It works on your cell phone. Like, cell phone is like, like a computer. So keep that in mind, please. Okay, I'm giving you tips on things you can use during that time that is approaching fast. I mean, again, as some people have seen it lately, they said this is like within days. Well, it's close. okay, it's close. okay? My brother and sister, things are coming. So I can hear the news talking about all the destruction, and I can see the blackout. There was no power anywhere. No power anywhere, I knew all over the country. And that and, and was really bad. it was really my because all these all these grids are tight up here with the north part of the west and all that, so once one is down, all of them' going to be down because they depend on each other, okay so it's it's terrible. it's terrible. what is coming. this is what God has spoke about. God has talked about CB radio that you can plug into your radio lighter and use them. You have to communicate with one another. You know, we're going to, Brother Ben and I, we're going to be working on things like this, see if we, we have some, we already have the CB radio set up for the antenna and, and set them up and have them ready because we know this is close and cell phone will be useless. So, you know, core war phones, it's another thing that people say in my work. I don't think it will because the phone companies are going to be, and travel himself So you don't want to depend on that TV radio something portable You know So keep that in mind Okay And so the Lord had me listen to all that Then he brought me After the three days of darkness Okay And this time When the Lord was showing me The three days of darkness I see it like a filter And I'll explain myself you know, like a three-stage water filter, it filters the water three times, okay? And the three days of darkness was the same. And again, the Lord said to me that if you have any sin, you can, you will not make it through. You will not make it through. And he gave me an example. He put me after the three days of darkness in my glorified body. And when, go ahead and, 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 you know, look for the people, you know. And I went around almost every state, major city here in the United States looking for people. The streets were empty. I went into home. I went into buildings. that were empty. Okay? And, and I'm looking for people in buildings. I went to major, major city like, let's say, New York City, Vegas, uh, uh, San Francisco. No, San Francisco was no more. Okay? Major, major city around the United States. You know, like Chicago, major, major city. no, I could not find people in those cities on the road, no car driving. I didn't see no people driving on car. Okay? And and I'm looking. I'm looking for people. And then I decided to go over countries. Okay? Then after that, after I did all that, the Lord brought me back. And Jesus was standing there in front of me. And the Lord says to me, he reminded me again. When he said, if you have any sin, you will not make it. People with foul language, cursing, people doing evil things up there, they have been given enough time to repent. They will not make it through. So three days of darkness, he says. Okay, because the beasts are going to be released. Their order is to go kill anyone who doesn't have the blood of Jesus. You need to understand this. Because there are people preaching this on YouTube from the Lord, warning people. People need to have the blood of Jesus on their life. That means they are repenting from their sins and trespasses. But the Lord used the word sincere repenting. Sincere repenting is what Jesus used, which to me it was so shocking. But he says, you know how there are people repenting, but they're not sincere? They will not make it through, he says to me. Wow. The Lord is standing in front of me explaining this to me. And I'm looking at him, and he's saying this. If they're not doing sincere repenting, they will not make it to the three days of darkness. Okay? Tell them to make sincere repenting, he says to me. And I say, I bow my head, I say, yes, Lord, I will tell them. Okay? Tell them to, to do sincere repenting. I, it's sincere repenting they must do. They got to do. Okay? Lord, my brother and sister, take now, there's, there there are part there that I'm asking the Lord to reveal me more so I can explain them to you, because I know that people are saved. We are saved by grace, and there are people saved by grace. Then He used a couple of brothers who I know are doing sincere repenting, and the Lord showed them to me. And then the Lord says, uh, "Look, they're doing sincere repenting." Okay, just ask them. I want them. I want people to do sincere repenting. He says, and I said yes, Lord. Okay, and then He reminded me, because uh, I was doing, I was repenting, and, and and the Lord says, remember when you when you did that, and 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 you sinned in your sleep, and you came back and you repented, but you were doing sincere repenting. That's exactly what I want, what I, what I want them to do. And I said yes, Lord. I understood it, because when, when it's your own example your own personal sins when you're repenting. That's what he wants. Sincere repenting, he says. Hallelujah. Don't justify yourself. Don't blame someone else. Say Lord I'm sorry for sinning against you like uh the 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 young man that left his house and came back and his father forgive them. He says, Father I have a sin Okay, against you and against heaven. Okay? Very, very important, my brother and sister, that, hallelujah, we repent sincerely before God. Okay? Remember, as a shepherd, he left the 99 and then came for you and I. The 99s are in heaven. You and I are the lost sheep he came for. My brother and sister, thank you, Lord. Very, very important. We understand that he loves us, and he came down to save us, my brother and sister, okay? But we need to do sincere repenting is what he wants to see, he says. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, Yeshua. My brother and my sister, sincere repenting. He wants that commitment from each and one of us with him, one-on-one. Don't justify yourself. Don't blame anybody else. Say, Lord, I have sinned against you and against heaven. Okay? Thank you, Lord. Sin against you and against heaven. Thank you, Lord. And the Lord will forgive you. The Lord will, hallelujah, Blot out from you with his blood, your sin, your trespasses. And ask the Lord every day to cleanse your bookkeeping record in heaven. Okay? Because every time we sin, there is a bookkeeping record in heaven my brother and sisters hallelujah thank you lord and when you repent and you ask for that to be cleansed it cleansed amen very very important that we overcame him by the blood the blood of jesus in our life is how we overcome the enemy or the enemy will keep coming against you one way or another and ruining your life that means you need if you are doing repenting and you're still being attacked, by the enemy, by demons, that means you need to do more prayer in your life. You're lacking prayer. Remember this. Remember this. And then sincere prayer. That means the Lord, because I remember Sister Juana. She was a witch for the devil. She was one of the higher witch in, in the kingdom of Satan. And when she came to the Lord, the Lord told her that every day, All week long to fast, I believe it was five days. Monday to Friday to 5 o'clock, fasting every single day. And that before she could drink water, she needed to ask the Lord. Okay? She could not eat to 5 o'clock. She had to cook, clean the house, and do all that. But she could not drink any water in her fasting, dry fasting every day for five days a week. And there were days that she felt so sick, and, and she like, Lord, 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 Lord. And the Lord would say, finish your fasting. Okay? But there were days the Lord said, okay, you may drink some water, just a cup of water. Okay? And she will drink some water. Okay? And it is for what she was involved in it. She was deeply involved in, in, in the kingdom of darkness. And Satan would show up to her place and talk to her and say, come back to him again, and she would say no. So remember that there's a price to pay when you've been doing that. And, and you might have to pray more than the other than any other Christian that had not done things like that or gotten involved and in things like that. And she was demanded by the Lord to do so. The Lord is the one who says so. So you have to do it for the Lord, for God, when he asks you to. Obedient with God is better than sacrifice. Amen. So if you want to be set free, whom, whom Jesus set free is free, And this, you got to have the Lord set you free. Amen. But you have to have that commitment with the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Very, very important. Okay. Two chapters here I want to show you. Daniel 3 and Joshua 8. And I'm going to compare this, because in the last day, this is what we're going through. Since today is a Bible study, amen, I want to show you that in Daniel 3, King Nebuchadnezzar, rise, and Joshua 8, Ai, rise. So you see, you all see idolatry and Ai together, because in Revelation 13, the beast rise, okay? And a lot of people say that beast is Ai, the Antichrist. And then idolatry rise, he makes an image, okay? King Nebuchadnezzar, he begins and says, Nebuchadnezzar, Daniel 3.1, the king made an image of gold whose eye was three score cubit, the red therefore was six cubit, and set it up in the plain of Dura in the province of Babylon. I believe Dura was the capital. And Nebuchadnezzar, the king, sent to gather together the princes, the governor, the captain, the judges, the treasurer, the counselor, the sheriff. Another ruler of the providence came to the dedication of the image which uh, Nebuchadnezzar the king had set up. Notice how he comes like an antichrist, setting up an image. That, that, that's a picture of Revelation 13 to come, the antichrist. Okay, We know there are two beasts. Like one comes out of the sea, the other one comes out of the land. He also comes and set up his image. Okay, he sets up his image. So it's a demonic entity. It's a demonic establishment. In the last days, like in the times of King Nebuchadnezzar pointing to this time, that we're set up now that we're being set up in our time. So we need to be extremely, extremely careful with everything that is happening in the world. Because things are changing quickly. The digital dollar is an image on people's cell phones. It's incredible because I've seen some, someone on, online showing the digital dollar and it's an image. And the image has inscription in it, just like the the idol King Nebuchadnezzar, my brother and sister, is inscribed with image and letters and numbers, all indicating the Babylonian Kingdom, the Antichrist, and the digital dollars, my brother and sister. And the image of King Nebuchadnezzar became the law. The Antichrist image becomes the law. The digital dollar become established as as, as a legal tender, my brother and sister. Incredible. As a digital dollar that, that everyone must have. And now you see the banks and the credit union since the mandate, yes, you have to change to the digital dollar, in the United States, I believe it's a hundred and, last time, like 192 banks in, in, in um, credit Union have already switched to digital dollar. They have no choice. And it's going to be worldwide, the world currency, digital. But it's very significant to the beast, in his name and his image, because it's an image that they're using. Why is the dollar dollar an image representing the be- the beast? It's a beast system in the last days, my brothers and sisters. Notice that back in the times of Joshua, Joshua, I, the Lord said unto Joshua, "Fear not, neither be thou dismayed. Take all the people of the world with thee, arise and go unto Ai. See, I have given unto thy hand that the king of Ai and his people." and his city in his hand. My brothers and sisters, there's a time coming in every season and every time. And if we're asked to have victory over anything, God has to give it into our hand. Amen? He has to empower us to take hold of our enemy, take hold of whatever is before us that is coming against us. AI was given into God's people's hands In the time of Joshua But there was ruling that place And I have to cover my bird to be until I'll be back in a second
1: We're going to sing about the
5: faithfulness of God Are you ready to sing with us? We're going to sing about His faithfulness As such a faithful God I've seen Him show up for me In unique ways You know, that's why I I'm quite reckless when I worship I can't do anyhow, anyhow. Anywhere believe Somebody
1: somebody's
4: anywhere benefit. Are you ready to worship God with me like that? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. My brother don't understand. It's not time to worship yet. Amen. They think every time I speak they need to worship God. Amen. And there's a time to worship and there's a time to preach. Amen. So Praise to God. It's a different time. It's a time for everything that is done under the sun. And now it's a time for the message to teach. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Praise to God. Thank you, Yeshua. So Ai, my brother and sister, amen, was given unto the hand of, of the Israelites. And God said, no, I should do it to Ai and her king as thou did unto Jericho and her king. Only the spoil thereof and the cattle thereof shall you take for booty unto yourself, lay thee in ambush of the city behind it. And this is like God ordering his army. There's going to come a time when God's going to order his army to take over AI, my brother and sister. So AI is just not formed by artificial intelligence. There's more to it. Okay? Thank you, Lord. There's more to AI. And sisters. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Scramble, okay? There's more to AI than what people think. And I know some people myself, Brother Elvi uh, that's just information put together to manage information. You know, code, computer code put together to manage other codes. There's more to that. There's an army behind it. And the Lord says, yes, and you're, it's, it's going to be displayed in the times to come. And you know, that, notice that just to, to, for them to be able to vaccinate all these people, they have AI determining the DNA, the, the, the molecular, and all that running on the computer before they can go ahead and, 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 and choose a vaccine for every person. The AI was directly involved. So that's what's going to take, and that's what it's been taking. So AI, there is a force behind AI, and that force will keep being manifested in the days to come. It's going to be more, and they're going to reveal more about it. It's just that what is behind closed doors has not been revealed, so a lot of people take it lightly. But it's not, nothing to be taken light. It's all going to get worse. Again, Daniel 3, and the prince and the governor and the captain and the judges and the treasurer and the counselor, they all came to, to King Nebuchadnezzar's invitation. Okay? Thank you, Lord. And in, in verse 5, and at that time, you hear the sound of, of the coronet that of the, the ark. Notice how in, in the south area, the decimal, all kinds of music, and so you fall down and worship the golden image that Nebuchadnezzar the king has set up. Notice how it tied with music and a lot of people with pandora came out which is an application but pandora has demonic foundation we're, we're not trusting pandora for music okay in siri or serious radio so my point is that all these ai are all tied together okay into it. Like if you have Pandora and your cell phone connected with your car and you're traveling, you want to listen to worship and all that, you, you notice how it shuffle your music. It can look for the people that you basically listen to, the artists, and, and put it together. It's an AI. AI is working together. And that's why in cards now, they're putting AI. They're going to work, they're going to give people what they want. But what they want is not necessarily good, it's evil. My brother and sister. Okay? The Lord says to someone who asked the Lord about all this stuff, and and the Lord says, America has fallen in love with the devil. So we need to be careful who are we falling in love with. Because there's so much demonic, like the Lord showed me, that the AI behind the computer that talks through our cell phone is a demon. I saw the demon speaking through our cell phone from, from the station where that computer, that that the supercomputer is, I thought the supercomputer was a combination of code and software. And when the Lord took me there in the spirit to see, I saw a demon running all this stuff. Like when He told me not to invest in the stock market, when He took me there, there's a demon behind it running all that all that economy. So the demon, I saw the demon of the stock market in the Dow Jones in, in New York. He was sending fun to his people, his friends. He's the one that the devil wants them to have money. Then the other righteous people were losing money. The people that, that thought they could make money, they were losing. And this is how a lot of companies who are not tied to, to them doing what they want lose money while the wicked are getting more money than what they want or what they need. So it's wicked. It's just wicked running wicked. Blind leading the blind. <clears throat> so we need to have the Lord lead us and guide us. You know, people say, invest in gold, it shall say heaven. No, Jesus Christ is, it shall say heaven. The kingdom of God is, it shall say heaven. Jesus said for us to invest in the kingdom of heaven. Okay? A lot of people are missing the blessing of God for so not investing in the kingdom. They're investing in gold. And they're going to find out when their goal is confiscated that they have lost all their money. It's going to happen. It happened before. It's going to happen again. There's nothing new under the sun. My brother insisted. Okay? All this stuff in the days to come will be displayed clearly. There's going to be a lot of people hurt. And even a lot of people taking on their own life for this. But if you trust in Jesus... And invest in his kingdom, you don't have to take on your own life, okay? Because the Lord will protect your life. He will keep your life, my brother and sister. Hallelujah. So, King Nebuchadnezzar said in in 3.6, hallelujah, which is the mark of the beast. 3.6 is the mark of the beast. As who falleth not down and worship the same hour, be cast into the midst of a burning fury furnace. Okay, Daniel, three sex. Three sex is the mark of the beast. My brother and sister. Whoever doesn't worship the beast will be thrown into an oven. Okay, will be killed. Who doesn't worship the beast in the great tribulation, whoever doesn't receive the three sex, it's going to be my brother and sister. Murder, kill, beheaded. That's what the Bible says, but that's what it takes in order for people to be in safe. They need to be beheaded. Their life will be taken They need to make a decision now for Christ It's like the Lord said Plenty of time I was given to people To repent and seek the Lord and, do, and a lot of people that do sincere repenting There are people repenting The Lord said, but not sincerely It's not sincere And the Lord who knows their heart Knows they're not sincere It's important that you do sincere repenting Okay How do you, how do you explain sincere repenting? Sincere repenting, we looked up the word sincere in the Bible, and I want you to see how amazing God is, okay? Because when we look up the word sincere, there was a couple of verses that we got. Hallelujah. Like Romans 12:9, Let love without, without dissimulation. I hurt that which is evil. Cleave unto that which is good, okay? Sincere is without being fake. Pretending is honest. Sincere is honest. Hallelujah. Here's, here's another one. First uh, Peter 2.2. A newborn babe, the style of sincere milk of the word, that ye may grow there abide. Peter says, sincere milk through word, the word of God. Bible insisted. When you want the pure word of God, that that's, that's pure message, that's going to change your soul, that's going to cleanse your soul, that's going to clean you, purify you, bring you, get you ready to come home to heaven. Because the word cleanses us. Jesus said to his disciples, now you are cleansed for the word that I have given to you. The word cleanses our soul, body, and spirit. Okay? How about we clean our way, David said, by the word. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Philippians 1.10, that ye may be approved things that are excellent, that ye may be sincere without offense unto the day of Christ. How are we kept unto the day of Christ? By repenting sincere. Being sincere with God. Thank God against thee, against thee have I seen and have done this evil before, before thy eye. David, Psalm 51. Sincere repenting. Don't hide your sin. Don't hide your trespasses. Don't blame someone else for the things you have done yourself, the decision you have made. Say to God, i done this. I made the decision. I was wrong. I'm wrong. Not this other person. And when you take those steps, God will begin to work in your life, will begin to break change. Whatever it is will be removed. Whatever evil, whatever demon, whatever, whatever it is, Sincere repent and bring God closer to your life. Okay? More power into your life. Thank you, Lord. And it's up the day of Christ. Without offense unto the day of Christ. Offense is sin. Trespasses. When you sincerely repent the blood of Jesus cleanses you from all offense, all trespasses, none will be shown in your garment, in your robes, in your life, body, son, spirit. None. And God will say, you may enter my son, you may enter my daughter, okay, on that day. You'll make it to the three days of darkness. God will give you a glorified body. You go out and evangelize a short revival. You'll see the resurrection of the dead. Few people are going to see the resurrection of the dead. See, what a lot of people saw in, in, in the revival was millions and billions of people being saved. Be moved by the power of God. What people? When only a few may it through the three days of darkness. The resurrected saints. Well, be we, there are rejoicing. Because it's a promise to God's people. The revival is the last reign. Remember when Jesus explained to me last week, he says to me, Why do people keep saying that I poured my spirit upon no flesh in the day of Pentecost when that did not happen? That shocked me. I mean, I'm listening to the Lord, and that shocked me, okay? You want to have Jesus teach you. Oh, thank you, Father, for Jesus. His teaching is ultimate. He says, man, why do they keep saying down there that I put my spirit upon the flesh on the day of Pentecost? When that did not take place, he says. And he says, go read my word. What's that my word says? And it says that the 120 were together in praying and fasting. And the day of Pentecost, God put it it came like a word when the Holy Spirit was put upon them. Okay? And then what happened? Peter stood up and said to the people that were there from every place, Repent. Repent. Why did Peter call the rest of the multitude that was there besides the 120? Because in the, in the day of Pentecost, you had hundreds of thousands and millions of people come together. It was a first fruit feast. And this, uh, that's what they did every year in that place. Okay? They were celebrating the first fruit, which God commanded through Moses. So they got together in the day of Pentecost. And God and those that were praying and fasting and repenting, repenting, they were repenting. The 120 that were repenting, God put up his spirit upon them as he promised to the prophet Joel. Okay? But it was not to everybody, as a lot of churches claim, and preachers and pastors. The Lord says that to me. No. He says, no. That his spirit was not put up on all flesh. His spirit was put up on 120. Okay? And then Peter, in, with the 12, stood up. And call the multitude to repent And then whoever repented received the promise of God, the Holy Spirit, and were baptized. Okay? He made sure he told me that. But he he's he hear the all these preachers and pastors saying that God put up his spirit upon no flesh in the Pentecost. And that's not what happened. That did not happen in the way they're saying. Okay. Peter and the church stood up and told them to repent. They needed to repent. In order to receive the Holy Spirit thank you Lord I thank you God because see see if we if we keep following the multitude whatever other people say we're wrong we need to listen to what the Lord has to say we need to seek out from the Lord whatever we need to learn my brother and sister it's important okay so Daniel 3 6 which means the mark of the beast test thou who who falleth not down to worship shall the same hour be cast into a, the midst of a burning furnace, okay? So remember, the mark of the beast equal furnace, death, beheaded. Like it says in Revelation, they'll be beheaded. My brother insisted. Verse 7, therefore, the time when all the people heard the sound of the and the flu, the ark, okay, and all the people in the nation and the language fell down and worshiped the golden image and Abu Knesset, the king has set up. Therefore, that time certain the Shaldean came near and accused the Jews. Right? It's not surprising that Russia has been accusing Israel. That's been, coming, that's been happening for thousands of years. The Shaldean accused the Jewish people. My, the Arabs accuse the Jewish. Some people say shall be into the Arab. Okay. If that's what you believe, okay, the Arabs accused the Jews. They've always been accusing the Jews. Thing happening, still happening until this day. Okay? Thank you, Lord. I heard I heard the news on the on the Jerusalem Post this week that that uh Iran leaders were accusing Israel. Okay, so there it is, the accusation is still going on. Okay, verse 9, they spoke and said to King Nebuchadnezzar, O King that liveth forever. Notice how the, the King Nebuchadnezzar, okay, was known as a King that liveth forever, my brother and sister. The only one that can give us eternal life is Jesus Christ. So what is in part here that God is revealing to us prophetically to this word? Because you already heard that some people sow as they're planning. Some people want to live in robotic body in the last days. They want to live in robotic body. That's how they want to live on, according to them. The natural body will die, but they will be in a robot as it's being practiced in the United States and other countries. Okay, this is a type of witch-up and sorcery and so much more. In case you heard it on YouTube, there's video about it on YouTube, okay? They spoke and said, Kina King of the live it forever. They're looking for their own eternal life without Christ. And that is impossible because God's fire is going to consume everything down here. The element will melt, for Peter. Every single thing will be melted by fire. Simple. The metaverse is another one. Thank you, sister. Metaverse has to do with living forever, in an emoji, as a cartoon, my brother and sister. That's what their plan is. Supposedly, if people that are joining the Metaverse, even after they pass away, their personality will still be there. A lot of people miss to know that in the Metaverse, it's full of demons. And that a lot of people that we'll be talking to, are talking to right now. And I say that because there are plenty of churches there. And people in the metaverse, okay, It's are fully demonic and a lot of demons in there talking with people. And you think you're talking to another human being, and you're talking to a demon. And they're not going to tell you the truth. Because only God tells you the truth. And the truth is in his word. Verse 10. Thou, O King, hast made a decree that every man that shall hear the sound of the corner, the flute, the harp, the sack for the sanctuary, the, the dicer, and, and all kinds of music, shall fall down and worship the golden image. Okay. What kind of music? Now, now, music has been defined by sound, okay, or by signal. Hallelujah. Everything will burn by fire. I said 24. Amen. Music, I heard that there is a technology that uses music. I'm trying to think the word that they use. Okay. But it's like, uh, it's like a, it looks like an electricity. Okay. Wave. Music wave. That can go. They can control these from spy plane from the air. And this music way can go into people's mind, and it can make people do things out of their control. Can have people fall down and worship the beast. These, these devices that they have come up with in the last days, I'm, when I'm talking last day 22, 23, okay? Okay, control human, with it. Manipulate people's uh, minds. Mind control through music, okay? And you see how prophetic the Word of God is Daniel 3.10. Ten is the, the, the numbers of men. It's related to men, what men is able to do. Thou, o King, have made a decree that every man who hears the sound of the corn of the floor and all the instruments shall fall down and worship that golden image, okay? Notice something. What control this image have over people? That makes them fall down to worship the image. Why are these controlling devices are being made in the last days to make people worship the beast? You see why we need to be close with the Lord or close to the Lord and cry out to the Lord every day. Because now that these devices are being developed by our country or nations, our scientists and engineers, they have an ultimate plan with this. And they're going to make people worship the Antichrist with these controlling devices. But already, this already has been prophetically made in the times of King Nebuchadnezzar. Music was a tool to make people bow to the image. To the last day, music is another tool to mind control to make people worship the image. My brother and sister. There's no coincidence in the Word of God. And everything that is going to happen that is happening it's in the word of God. See it prophetically. Ask the Lord to show you prophetically when you read the Bible. Because right there, Daniel 310, it tells you. Mind control through music. Bible is nothing new under the sun. Verse eleven. And who's fallen now down and worship, he shall be cast into the midst of a burning furnace. Who? Who is refusing not to worship the beast? Who is refusing not to worship the beast? The Christians. The left behind Christians has the power not to be controlled by the, by the devices of the beast. My brother insisted. And the Bible says that the wicked make devices, develop devices. My brother insisted. It's in the word of God. Not by coincidence, but for information. Thank you, Lord. These devices that they have developed, my brothers and sisters, are to control people. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Let me, let me, hallelujah. Thank you, Yeshua. Praise you, God. Hallelujah. Well, Psalm 102: the wicked in his pride doth persecute the poor, okay? Let them be caught in, in the devices that they have contrived. My brother, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Yeshua. Psalm 148, grant not the Lord, to the side of the wicked further not his wicked device. Let they assault themselves a lot, Okay. Hallelujah. And then Proverbs 12:2, a good man obtain no favor of the Lord, but a man of wicked devices don't condemn. Say, okay. thank you, Lord. And here, Psalm 30, Isaiah 32, 7, instrument also of the sure are evil. He devises wicked devices to destroy the poor with lying words, even when the needy speaketh right, says Isaiah. So these devices are to destroy the poor, says Isaiah. The devices that the wicked are making are to destroy the poor. Okay? But God, who is with these people who will cry after him, the left behind church? Okay? The, many have confused the left behind church with the church going home in the rapture, and these are two different churches. Because right now the left behind church is war in church. It cannot go home in the rapture. It has to stay behind To Suffer more And be beheaded And go home And then go home Be safe Okay Come under the altar later on My brother and sisters So it's Two different church. Okay The church on fire goes home with the Lord The one church stay behind Okay Five foolish virgins Five wise virgins the five wise virgin went with the Lord. Okay, with the, with, 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 with the husbandman. And then the other one stay behind. Okay, so clearly the one staying behind need to suffer more but get into true repentance, get into the fire of the Lord and then be safe. My brother and sister. Because it's that the look is naked and poor. And what covers up is righteousness. Of the Lord So if they don't have the righteousness of the Lord Justified by repenting to what Jesus did on the cross They cannot go home They have not They have not taken the work of the cross serious People that are not repenting Sincerely now Are not taking what Jesus did on the cross serious Sincere They're playing around with it My brother and sister No time to play Thank you Lord Verse 12 There are certain Jews Whom Thou hast said over the affair of the providence of Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. These men, O king, have not regarded thee. They serve not thy God, nor worship the golden image, which thou hast said. Now, who is representing God here? King Nebuchadnezzar. Who is representing God on the earth? The Antichrist. He is the false Christ. He is the one pretending to be in God. And Paul says, says in the temple of God, as God. So he is the one pretending to be in God. The left-behind church disregard him and disregard the image. My brother and sister, the digital dollar and all that. We have to disregard the things that we know that are not of God. And that is the digital dollar. We Christians should not be looking forward to having the digital dollar. Okay? Because it represents the image of the Antichrist, the system of the Antichrist. And it's going to come by a price. What is the price of the digital dollar? Biden's already introduced, okay, an executive order with the digital dollar that people who who get the digital dollar, who will have their account funded with digital dollar, will have to be fully vaccinated and have the RFID in the right hand. That is written in that executive order, my brother and sister. Okay? So how can people escape the mark of the beast if they have to do dollar? They cannot. In another word, if all their money in the bank that has been digitized, they will lose completely they will lose. Okay? So, it's a lose-lose situation in that regard. So the people in the Great Tribulation who stay behind know. The reason why the Lord has shown me the Christian going hungry in the Great Tribulation is because they cannot have the digital dollar. First of all, they're not not getting the mark of the beast. The chef, the RFID in the right hand, they're not getting it. They're rejecting the Babylonian system that King Nebuchadnezzar was establishing in his time. Because this is how the devil wants to control people, and God allowed this in in the time of King Nebuchadnezzar, for this evil king to rise and do what he did. Okay. In his timing, he was evil. Later, he repented. But God showing to us what the enemy was planning, in order for us to know the plan of the enemy. It always been his plan from the beginning. How can he control humanity? By putting a shift in the right hand, mocking them in the right hand on the port it Okay, and with music controlling them, the devil knows about music very well in heaven. So notice that in order for them, for him to get into worship, the beast, mind control, he used music. He used instrument. Okay, instrument. How many years ago the Pandora was established? Okay, Pandora radio line. An app, Okay The Antichrist was already working behind all the scenes Establishing music That p- get people attached to it That later on they will have to give the soul for the music Okay Have what you can have As God allows you to have things But once they're gone Let them go Let them go Okay Let them go learn to let go in the Lord. Okay? What did Jesus said? We have to be willing to for the kingdom to lose wife, children, husband, including our own lives. Whoever tried to save his own life will lose it. This this is the, the thing with God. If we try to save our own life, in other words came out with a way where the Antichrist cannot get us or we can escape the, 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 the tribulation to come any other way by Christ, you'll get caught up. Let's say you have enough money right now to have a bunker made for yourself. And you say, the tribulation in seven years, I'll, 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 put, I'll put up there enough money, for enough food, I'll have my own electricity there. You know, I'll, I'll keep myself my family in there for seven years until the Lord returns. You're trying to save your life. And those demons can get there and take your life you will lose it. If you try to save your life, you will lose it. You have to be willing to give up your life for the Lord. That at any moment they can come and kill you. But Jesus said, fear not them that can kill your body, but not your soul. Fear him that can kill your soul in hell. Destroy your soul in hell. So don't be afraid of man, the Antichrist, killing your body. Let them kill your body if, they, if that's what it's going to take. But then you will be present with the Lord. You will be present with the Lord if they kill your body. Whether you die with the Lord, whether you live, you will be present with the Lord if they kill you. So no matter what, as long as you're trusting in the Lord, he will give you eternal life for free in Christ. Amen? Thank you, Lord. Understand, do not try to save your life because you will lose it. Trust the Lord and do not lean on your own understanding. Understand, be willing to lose everything, including your life, for the Lord. This is what's going to take my brother and sister. We're going to be all be tested. It's not that we just say, oh, I'm willing to die for Jesus. It's that, that we're going to be tested in the days to come. Tested, tested, tested. My brother and sister. Thank you, Lord. How many of the disciples that walked with Jesus knew that they were going to die later on? Practically none. And some of them, like Peter, ended up dying for the Lord. He didn't know they were going to crucify him upside down, but they did. And this, this is what it is. We don't know what our tomorrow will be. We don't know. God knows. May God keep us and protect us and take us home under the rapture. Pray that for your own life, because you don't know what's coming after. Amen. Verse 13. Then Nebuchadnezzar, in his rage and fury, commanded to bring Meshach, Meshach and Avenego, that they brought, uh, brought these men before the king. That's what, this is the order of the Antichrist. God I want you to see this prophetic word here. The Antichrist is going to order that those that refuse the, the RFID will bring, bring them to the female camp, bring them to prison. Okay, keep them there. Tell them they're not going to have medication, because at one time in one revelation, they came for us, to learn the Lord me to see, they took my family nine to a FEMA camp. And they said to us there, "You are refusing to take, to take the mark in your right hand, so you're going to have to stay here without medication, and even without food sometimes. you will have limited amount of food here." And and I think they say even later, even none. But they they just said that we will have no medication, okay? And we will have no privileges and things like that. In other words, they're going to treat us like dogs. And and until, you know, he said that we, we can save ourselves all that pain, all that trouble if we took the mark in the right hand. And we said no. They were taking us to a part of the... Uh, of the FEMA camps, and when we were there, I saw so many other people there, and those FEMA camp who are refused. Hallelujah. So my brothers and sisters, what is coming is going to test our faith. I'm not saying that we the church are going to the FEMA camp. Okay, so remember after this earthquake that's going to destroy California and many other states, and the power outages and the nuclear plants in the United States are going to start leaking, like in Japan, they're going to start immediately getting people to FEMA camps. They want to bring order, and that's where they declare martial law. And they're going, to bring, they're going to try to bring law and order into every state. Because people will be looting. People will be stealing. They'll already show me all this. People will try to break into your house. You're going to have to protect whatever you have. For food, thinking about food. They're going to try to come and steal your food. You're going to have to protect it even with your life. They might even take your life for your food. So it's going to get violence right before the three days of darkness. And then the three days of darkness commence, and that's the end of them. That is the end for a short time. See, God gives everything. That's why everything under the sun has its time and season. Each event will have its own time. And it could be a week, a month, or two months, but it will have its own time. We will experience these different things. Okay? Yes. Yes, they already have prison ship as a cost line. Yes. Okay? So much has already happened. They're getting everything ready. Look at Biden. Taking the assistance from 50 million people in the United States this past week without any explanation. Cutting assistance of 50 million people. And have not responded about it yet So Everything is being threatened You already see like in, in Washington Okay, they have to call in the Coast Guard this Is it the Coast Guard? I believe it was So they 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 Are policing Okay They are policing uh, States already Things are changing already You can already see the shadow Of things to come already Okay? The major Washington call in for the, for, uh, for the Coast Guard, I believe it was, to come and help my brother and sister. So things are changing and they're changing quickly. And I know a lot of people don't want to hear bad news. Brother, we come coming up to us about heaven. But see, these are the things happening in the, in the, in the last day that we're in that are unfolding, unfolding, they're unfolding. Okay? For the days to come because the Lord is about to come. Jesus, the three days of darkness is about to come for us to be in change and form. My brothers and sisters. Okay? It's been said that if you take a seed, I think it's a bean, and you put it in the ground, on the t- third day it begins to sprout. Jesus was resurrected on the third day. We as a seed will sprout on the third day. We're going to have to go through three days of darkness. And then we get a glorified body. We come out in a glorified body on the third day like Jesus' resurrection. Just as what happened to the Lord will happen to us. Because just as Jesus was crucified and similar to, we were also crucified. So we're, very, we're going to be very like on the third day. we will be buried and on the third day, was will sprout. We'll come out in a glorified body. That's why heaven wants to see. What the bride is going to look like, because no one knows until God does this performing in others' work, my brother and sisters, It's a mighty work that God's going to do in the bride, you know, like a resurrection on the third day. Change of body, glorified body. I've seen it. I love it. I can't, I'm waiting for it. I am waiting for it, my brother and sister. It's going to be awesome to see, hallelujah, how all, all will be displayed. By the mighty hand of God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Dying to the flesh. Praise you, Lord. It's going to be awesome. So King Nebuchadnezzar will fury. The Antichrist will be fury. And he will order for people, for the Christian, the the left behind Christian to be captured. My brother and sister, Lord, Father God, show me this. When the Antichrist goes out he's going for the, you know, left behind Christian. Verse 13, Nebuchadnezzar spoke and said unto them, it is true, all oh, Sadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and ye do not serve my God, nor worship the golden image which I have set up. Okay? Well, notice something. The king of I don't know if you ever noticed that reading the book of Daniel. He called the image it's God. My brother and sister. So he is referring to a fallen angel here. Because they are the one that used to call themselves God And this image My brother and sister Is just not any image It's truly an image of a fallen angel Okay So fallen angel has to be established In the last days And they're being an established looking, at inviting inauguration Surprising to everyone They're worshipping a fallen angel So these images that they establish. They're not that image. They're dead already, but they're dead, the image of fallen angel that will move, according to Revelation 13, and speak. They will speak. You imagine you, you have a 30-foot a feet foot, uh, a stone image, and you think nothing of it, and they set it up, and they'll have people worship in the great Revelation. And all that stone image begins to speak. Well, Simon had a revelation from Jesus about the statue of a livery, New York statue of a livery. And in the Great Tribulation, Simon saw her walking and speaking. Well, right now, it's an image of stone. You don't see her speaking now and walking. In the Great Tribulation, she began to, she began to speak and walk. And you know what she says? And the Great Revelation, New York is mine, and New York people are my children, she says. I am their mother. She was walking around the Great revelations. Now explain that. Go ahead and explain that now. That this image that, that, that King Nebuchadnezzar was building was the image of an unfallen angel. And here he says that ye do not serve my God. And they're calling God, the God that can speak, walk, and do all that. Not an image that can say or do nothing. It's an image that can speak and do things. It's for fallen angel. My brother insisted. And if you want to know more, ask the Lord. He'll, he'll give you beyond what I'm saying tonight. Why, why can this image speak and walk? Because they can. They just can. Hallelujah. So he's demanding, why are you not worshiping my God? No, worship the golden image which I have set up. Okay? Pelosi, Biden, and then call them the God of America, the one they worship and pray to, and then Biden inauguration. Okay? Listen to the audio, like, watch the video. My brother and sister. They know who they're talking to. A young lady that was invited to one of the meetings, an image at one time that was taken brought from Europe here into the United States, She said that in that meeting, the image that was there, to her surprise, by invitation only, by invitation only, no one else was allowed there. Once they shut up the light and just had those red special lights, the image that was a stone, when the light was on, a stone, you can see a stone, you can hear it, it was a stone, hard stone image. When they shut up the light and just turned those special lights, the image began to walk and speak. And she was sh- shocked to the core had been. She began to tell her friend, I'm out of here. I- she was shaking. She could hardly even move. Surprised. How can a stone image can speak and walk? My brother sister. And her friend was telling her, her you will be surprised at what you're going to see. And they've been to those meetings already. And they were worshiping that image. There's more to the story, my brothers and sisters. Seek the Lord. Seek the Lord. Verse 15. Now ye be ready so that the time ye hear the sound of the cornet, the flute, the ark, the decimal music, ye fall down and worship the image we ha- which I have made. It is well, but if ye worship not, ye shall be cast into an hour, an hour into the midst of a burning furnace. Who is the God that shall deliver you out of my hand? This is the Antichrist blaspheming God Okay He's blaspheming God here My brother and sister But it's going to take God to deliver anyone Because you got a human In connection with a fallen angel My brother and sister Okay And and that unity That people are forming Leaders are forming With fallen angels Is deep Profound Wicked and evil, my brother and sister. Okay? It's unexplainable. You see now the UN in New York had the other day those those two images of these wicked falling demons put in next to the building of the UN. Why did they do that? Because inside of them they have meeting with those demons. And that's what they require, that's what they ask them to do. The Lord said yes. My brother insisted, there's more to the story. This word is prophetic. And what happened in the past has been happening now. And it's going to continue to happen until Jesus comes. There were fallen angels in the times of Noah and in the times of Lot. How do they made it from the times of Noah to the times of Lot? To the point, one thing the Lord revealed me in hell that I haven't shared here in the Lord's tower. I'm going to share tonight. Thank you, Lord. The demons that the Lord showed me that were grabbing to the hand, to the left and right hand of the vaccinated, after people get vaccinated, they grab their soul and they bring them to hell. Those demons are gay and lesbian at the same time. My brother and sister. The devil made sure that these demons are practicing lesbian. And, and homosexual sin in hell constantly, my brother and sister. So when they deal with human beings, they will also impart the same, my brother and sister. They as dirty as dirty as dirty they can get, and the devil makes sure they are, in order for them to deal with human. I saw them, I recognized them, and my brother and sister. It's horrible. And it's horrible, horrible, horrible. I put on YouTube the other day. There was a pastor preaching, a woman. And she kept preaching. Then she said that she was gay. And then I saw other gay people. The church was full of people. And then the highlights began to see as they were moving the camera, two women holding hands tied together like in a relationship, and then two men, and then the, it was like the whole church was full of it, my brother insisted. and sister. And then all of the sudden, like the AI of YouTube, I said, if you watch one video, it'll keep changing to other videos. Another gay pastor, another gay pastor woman, another gay pastor man. Like, what an abomination this is this? My brother disgusting, my brother and sister. Strange flesh. Okay. But this woman was very loved by her message on YouTube. The church is full of people. Okay. It's horrible what is happening. But it's happening right before our eyes. These now they're all being led to lesbian and homosexual and transgender and horrible sin. Not really insistence. People that were against homosexuals and lesbians now that they're vaccinated, they're in favor of my brother and sister. They're in favor of now. How do they change overnight by being vaccinated? Child and sister, it's the demon that are gay and lesbian. The devil made sure they are that are being put into their body. They are plowing them. They are welcoming them. My brother and my sister. It's an abomination. And they are justifying themselves through it. To a poem, my brother and sister, that is horrible, disgusting. But we need to be careful. Verse 16, Sadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said unto the king, O oh, oh, Nabuchodonosor, we do not fear to answer thee in this matter. Don't be afraid to speak to them the truth. And that's what they did here. Verse 17, And Abiso, our God whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning fury furnace. And he will deliver us out of thy hand, O king. See, the antichrist, as I let him know, I will not take your mark. I told the antichrist in the great tribulation, I will not take the mark. Okay, Father showed me Obama, the antichrist. He came to me. He had his army. And he came to try to convince me to take the mark of the beast in the right hand. Of All right, if I didn't, I told him, no, I already know about your mark. And you know, I told him, you know I'm not going to take it. And he says, yeah, I know. You're not going to take it. Take them. And they arrest me. My brother and sister, it's coming. You're going to have to make a choice now, not wait, because some people are waiting. Some people are saying, if what brother always been saying all this year happened, then I'll repent and I won't take the mark. See, you will not, you will not have enough spiritual stamina to say no. You will not have enough, enough spiritual strength to say no unless you are saying no now. unless you are repenting now, sincerely, and seeking for the Lord now. The Lord will prepare you for that. If you're one of those that will stay behind, he will prepare you to say no. But if you are not repenting now, sincerely, and seeking the Lord now, you will not have the strength to say no. You read in the Bible that... A lot of people lost their strength, okay? And a lot of people are going to lose their strength, okay? My brother and sister, okay? It's going to be too hard for people. Hallelujah. Too hard. My brother and sister, too too hard for people. Without the Lord's help to say no. If, if, If you call unto the name of the Lord now, and you can make your life a the Lord now When those days come That are coming The Lord will give you the strength to say no And you'll say no And they'll know you mean it They'll know you mean it Because the Lord will be with you Letting them know Look, I'm with my child Okay? i allow you to do with my child Whatever you want to do But, you know My brother and sister A lot of people are waiting to see If what we've been saying this year Are going to come to pass Okay? And then Repent and commit yourself to the Lord And what they're doing is They are trusting in, in weakness Instead of on um, strength from the Lord Okay And my brother insisted If now you are committing to the Lord The Lord will prepare you for whatever it comes He will prepare your spirit He will prepare your soul He will prepare you To be cured for him He will be your strength He will be your refuge, okay? He will not leave you or forsake you, and that's what we want. You don't want to wait for the kingdom of the Antichrist to go into fully action for you to decide, well, now is my time to repent and truly see God, because you will not have the stamina. You will not have the strength to say no. And when they slap you and and punch you and grab your right hand and say, are you taking it? You're gonna say yes because you don't have the, the the strength of the Lord. You're not being committing yourself to the Lord, and this is why I saw the Lord showing me Christians that should have said no, saying yes. I saw a pastor of a church saying yes to the to the RFID, the mark of the beast, and the doctor, medical doctor, had the, the 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 injection on the table, plenty of them. And, and, and they said, put up your right hand. And I saw when the pastor and his wife put up the right hand, put it out, put it forward. And when he put it forward, they grabbed his, his hand and they say, are you going to take the march? And it hurt when the pastor said, yes, I'll take it. And they immediately injected the RFID in the right hand. And they said, you all said, go ahead. He didn't refuse it. He didn't fight it. Nothing. Okay, why so easily? Fear. Fear of the outcome. Fear of them being beheaded, because they know they're going to be beheaded. They're going to show them the guillotine. You see that guillotine now where we just kill a few? You're going to be next if you don't take the mark. And if you don't have the strength from the Lord that I've been built over a year walking with the Lord, committing your life and fasting and prayer... When they, when they get you there, the person is going to say yes, because they don't have the stamina. They don't have the spirit of stamina to resist saying no, fear is going to take over them. When they show that guillotine and that knife on the guillotine that will come over the neck and behead them. Obama ordered about 30,000 30, guillotines to America when he was in office. And they are all hidden in federal buildings, Federal, federal warehouses all over America, in every single state, and they're going to be setting every single FEMA camp all over the United States. And when they arrest people, that they're going to chase them, bringing them to the FEMA camp. They're going to show them the guillotine, ready to behead them. And if you've not been repenting and seeking the Lord, how are you going to say no to that? They'll say, "Look, simple. You don't have to be beheaded. We can just inject this in your right hand. You'll be yourself. You'll be on your merry way." Okay, no, because the end of that is hell In lake of fire, my brother and sister. Okay, lake of fire. It's not that the thing is salvation. Jesus is salvation. It's like Jesus said, whoever tries to save his life will lose it, and whoever loses life will save it. You're going to have to lose your life for the thing, in order to be saved. And the Lord will be right there waiting. If the Lord... If you have trusted in the Lord and the Lord is your strength, the Lord will be right there waiting for you, for them to behead you. He'll grab your soul there. They cannot cannot cut your spirit or soul. That's what we are, only your body. And you stand up right there. you come out of your body, and you'll be rejoicing and dancing and praising the Lord. Thank you, Lord. immediately you get a glorified body. And you'll be young and beautiful again, handsome you, whatever you want to call it, in your glorified body forever. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. So you got to choose now. You cannot wait. Jesus said to me last, a couple of days ago, people should already been repenting sincerely. Okay, It's not something you want to put off. It's not something you want to wait. There's too many people waiting, and they're waiting for their own pain. They're, they're making my brother and sister see, Sister said, I remember years ago The Lord showed me when I took the guillotine They're not hurt And that's exactly that's a, That is a fact in the Lord Okay uh, He said that He will not suffer His thing to suffer corruption Okay uh, There have been testimony Of people in the Middle East and Iran an example When they cast a Christian to behead them they use dull knife. They use knife sometimes quickly also. Very sharp knife. And you know that while they're cutting these Christians' neck in Iran, even in China, these Christians are not having any pain. And some are even worshiping the Lord after being beheaded slowly. The blood is coming out of the neck as after being beheaded. And the person is still with the hand worshiping the Lord. And it's making the person beheading them really angry because they want the person to feel pain. And the Christian that is being beheaded feels no pain, no pain at all. That is a secret in the Lord. That is a mystery in the Lord. It's the word mystery in God. No pain, my brother. And they're rejoicing, praising the Lord while they're being beheaded. And the head, when they behead them, the head is one way. The body is another way and the body is in total peace. The head is in total peace in the Lord. My brothers. They the the Arab cannot explain that. They have no explanation for this. And they have beheaded so many people. Okay. And still the same. God does the same and those that trust him and that are killed for his name. It's a promise of him. My brother and sister. He will not stop for her saying to see corrosion, okay? And you know, corrosion comes into the body. And the moment you cut yourself, the moment you cut yourself, and if you don't clean that cut, it gets infected right away. That's corrosion, okay? That's corrosion. He will not stop for her saying to see corrosion. And the moment you're saying you're being beheaded, and your flesh is open with a knife, that's supposed to get corruption right away. He will not suffer his saying to see corruption. It doesn't happen to you when you're being beheaded. It doesn't happen until you're moved out of your body, and then the body then is allowed to correct itself. But you have to be removed first. That is incredible. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Yeshua. My brother and sister. You. And you saw it in Christ. You saw it in Christ. They they, they punched his hand and feet, okay. And in, in his in his thigh, which blood and water came out. They 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 bound the body, they took it to the tomb, and Jesus came back to his body on the third day. It was no problem. No problem. He did not stop for his sin to see corruption. Nothing got infected in his body. All that opening they did on Jesus it never got infected, because infection is corruption. It did, never did. It never did. That's what happened to us. The same. That's a promise to us. We're not suffering, same to see corruption. It's a promise to us that we can always look forward to, my brother and Thank you, Lord. What an awesome, awesome God. So Philippians 1.10, that ye may be approved of things that are excellent, that ye may be sincere without offense unto the day of Christ. It's just being ready for the coming of the Lord. My brother and sister, God wants us to be ready. Okay? But we need to be without offense, which is sin. And repentance. Sincere. That's sincere repenting. Okay? And this is Paul said that this is a thing that you have to approve that is excellent. This is one of the things that are excellent in the Lord. When you seek being without offense, you've been seeking to being righteous. You're seeking to being holy It's what you're doing. Remember what Jesus said? Without holiness, no man, no one will see the Lord. No one will see the Lord. Okay? And what are we looking to see the Lord in that day of, of being changed and transformed and I grow up five bodies? That's the day that the Lord showed me. Thank you. The Lord says yes. I remember when Jesus called us by name. We went the three days of darkness. I believe it's on the third day, Jesus came and he began to call us by name. Immediately we were in front of the Lord, meeting down here with the Lord in our glorified body. And the moment he called us by name, we changed. We began to change right away by the word of God. And immediately we were in front of the Lord and standing in our glorified body. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. That is, that is a great day coming. A great day is coming for you and I. We need to rejoice. The Bible says on that great day. That's our day great. You and I great day. Get in that glorified body is so important. You will not age a bit. You will not be weak anymore. You will not get tired to get in this body tired. You will run. Okay? You will fly. You will go from country to country in second or less, millisecond. You will travel to those places, my brother and sister. And you will understand sound. You will have a mind, the mind of Christ. You will understand things. I'm impossible now, okay? Impossible now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Now, I'm asking the Lord because I heard people saying that during the three days of... But well, before the three days of darkness, either or, I got I to gotta hear this from the Lord. He takes the children home. He removes the children that are his. We'll see what would happen. It could be through the destruction of the earthquake, because millions are going to lose their life. And then the eastern tsunami, millions are going to lose their life. So we have to see how all that is going to happen, come about, because these matters are going to come about earthquake, tsunami. My brother and sister, I know that at the end of the revival, we go home. Okay? We we fly home. We fly home. In that glorified body, we can fly home. It's not, it, during the revival, we must be here. The dead will be resurrected. We'll see that in that glorified body. We'll help them. We'll be there for them. Thank you, Lord. The an awesome God we serve, my brother and sister. And it's all in, in, in um, Matthew 27. So, the, verse 53 says, it came out of the graves after his resurrection and went into the city and appeared to many. The people, in the, when, God, when Jesus resurrected, other saints in Christ resurrected too. And they came out of the graves, and, and, and this is the thing is, it doesn't use the word here that they came out naked. But you, you got you, you to gotta be logical. See, sometimes... We lose logic in things. An example. You know that your clothing in the grave, and, and when they bury you, will rot away. A few months after you're buried, your clothing rotten away. Or a year or two. It's just gone. It's in there no more. So if you resurrect after two years being buried, you're going to come out naked. Okay, as I saw the resurrections. So these people comes out of the grave in the resurrection and went to the Holy Spirit and appeared to many. Why do they need it to appear to many? Maybe to borrow clothing, to ask for clothing. They needed to appear to the people. The people needed to help them. My brother and sister. Thank you, Lord. Verse 54. Now when the centurions of those where were watching with Jesus saw the earthquake, okay, and those things that were done, they feared greatly, saying, Truly this was the Son of God. When they saw the resurrected, when they saw what Jesus did, because the resurrection is the work of Jesus, it's the mighty power of God at work, they said this was truly the Son of God. I imagine a lot of people who are doubting and and have a lot of unbelief, when they see the resurrection, if they make it through, they're going to be like the centurion. Wow, I heard about this, but this is amazing. Hallelujah!" I imagine they got saved. I imagine they did after seeing all that. Verse 55. And many women were there, beholding afar off, who followed Jesus from the Galilee and ministered unto him. And among who were Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of Jesus and Joseph, and the mother of the, the Sephardim, his children. And when the evening had come, there came a rich man of Ramia, named Joseph. He himself, and also he was uh, Jesus' disciple, and went to Pilate, begged for the body of Jesus the commanded of the body will be delivered. And when Joseph had taken the body, he wrapped it into a clean uh, linen cloth. Notice that Jesus resurrected him, but he had not resurrected yet here. He laid it in, his, in, in the tomb, a new tomb, which he had uh, held down out of the rock and, and rolled over the, the stone, the door, and the sepulchre and departed. Mary Magdalene was there. With the other Mary sitting to the opposite of the sepulchre and then the next day the following day of the preparation of the chief priest and the Pharisee came to kill unto Pilate saying sir remember the deceiver. The, the, the deceiver said while he was still yet alive on the three day I will rise again see that there was no excuse if these if the Pharisee heard Jesus saying that he will be resurrected on the third day, the gospel there was preached unto all the nation. Imagine if the leaders that's like Washington, Biden and all these people are saying, We heard that there will be a resurrection on the third day. Okay? And so they know about the three days of darkness. Don't be surprised. Okay. They know about the three days of darkness that are coming. Okay? And what the Lord what the Christians are saying is gonna happen. They're fully aware our message, my message are being recorded by them. They're listening to our cell phone. They're listening to our message. They're recording them. They're watching us closely, my brother and sister. They know because only the church from God, of God, is preaching the truth, but not every Christian. They know who are the true Christian. It's like the Lord showed me a few weeks ago, the Russians with the special machines, they know who truly are the men and women of God. And the Lord showed me they were watching me from Russia with their special equipment. And they knew I was a Christian. They knew what I was preaching for God. And they're looking forward to prophecy that the Lord has given me because they know that the Lord has been the one giving them to me, my brother and my sister. So they're not ignorant of what's going on. I don't know why there are people not listening, not preparing, not getting ready. Okay, because in regard to them they know. They know what's coming. Because God is not a man that he will lie, nor is not a man that he will repent. Whatever God says is gonna to come to pass. On his timing for sure. But they know already. Our enemy know. Okay? It's like the, the human fallen the human fallen angels that are in, that are in the human body. They know who they are. They can have their own conversation privately without a human around. And they talk about whom they are and the planning, what they're planning to do. Remember Brother Larry asked, asked Father, Father, are these demons in the flesh, do they know whom they are? And Father said, yes, my son. They know whom they are. Okay? It's humans that are, that are guessing whether those are demons, they know the demons. They know. They have meetings with themselves. With one another. And they talk about these things. They talk about you and I. How to attack us How to come against us If it was not for the Lord Okay they, they, If they could have taken us out They would have done, done it years ago A lot of people don't don't understand That the reason God has kept them alive Is for them to repent And receive Jesus And be saved From this wicked generation As John the Baptist said They don't understand They say why am I alive God Luke 1, Christians are saying today, why am I alive, God? And God is like, because I want to save you. I want to save you. He wants to save you. That's why you're alive. Because if he leaves you to the enemy, he he can take you out. He will take you out if he leaves you to the enemy. The Lord says to me one day, and he he brings me to heaven about this. He says, you know how many times I deliver you from death, the Lord says to me? Okay? They tried to kill me several times in the 20 and the 30 times or more. They, tr- they plan it. They try it. And the Lord canceled their planning, destroyed their plan, stopped them on the track. My brother and sister. But if the Lord would have said, all right, okay, let them kill them, They would have done it years ago. I'm talking about 20, 30 years ago. They would have taken me out. That is has been the Lord protecting us, keeping us, delivering us. You need to understand why are you alive until this day? Why did so many million die through COVID? And you even took the by and you're still alive. Who do you think is keeping you alive? The Lord. God Almighty is keeping you alive because he has a plan and a purpose for your life. Don't keep waiting to repent and seek God and committing to God. Take advantage of the time that God has given you. Because there will be a time that will come in, and it's during the three days of darkness when God is saying, enough, enough, enough. Because the earth will be cleansed in the three days from wicked and evil. Like people cannot imagine. The Lord let me go out after the three days of darkness in my glorified body. I was going to every city, including other countries. Looking for people That should have been alive And I could not find them They were gone The beasts had killed them Eat them There's a major cleansing coming In three days of darkness Like people cannot imagine That's how I compare it To a three stage filter If you make it to the to the first day Look forward to the second Because it will be much harder And if you make it through the second Hallelujah Thank God Because you'll, you'll be glorified on the third you see an amazing thing happening on the earth. Praise God for so every day he's given you to live. Praise him. Thank him. Every day is a gift from God to us. My brothers, I heard the Lord say yes. Every day is a gift. Giving us a, a, every day as a gift. And a lot of people are taking those days for granted. Not understanding the love of God. They're wondering and saying, brother, the God really loves me? The question is, are you still alive? And if you say yes, if you say yes, he does love you. Jesus loves you. God loves you. That's why you're alive. It's not by coincidence. It's It's been by his love and mercy that endure forever. Don't take his love for granted. Don't take his mercy for granted. Jesus, standing in front of me, said to me, Go tell them to do sincere repenting. Sincere repenting. Okay? That's what he wants. Thank you, Lord. Because if you're not, you will not make it to the three days of darkness. And I want to see you on the other side. Please, my brothers and sisters, I'm begging you in the name of the Lord to please do sincere repent. I want to see you. I don't want to see you get lost. I don't want to see you being killed by the beast. I want to see you. I'm looking forward to seeing my brothers and sisters. The Lord promised me that in heaven, I will be neighbors to to my brothers and sisters of the Lord's hour. They will be my neighbors in heaven. We will live right close to each other. We can meet with each other every day and talk about the Lord in heaven. They have wonderful fun in heaven. My brothers and sisters, I'm looking forward to seeing you. Please repent sincerely with the Lord. Commit yourself to him, hallelujah. I want to see you as my neighbor, my brother, my sister in Christ. I don't want to ask the Lord, where is this sister? Where is this brother? and see the Lord tears come down the shin because they they've been lost. No, my brother, please, my sister, please commit to the Lord, the Lord, have I me mean, promise him that I will come and tell you. I said, about sincere repenting. He said, go tell him. And I bowed my head to him. I said, yes, Lord. He was standing right there in front of me with a glorious light. The light, after three days of darkness, covered the earth from Jesus. And it was beautiful. Beautiful. The earth, after I cleansed, when Jesus comes down to get everything ready for the revival, was beautiful. My brother and sister, please, please, God wants you to choose him. Jesus wants you to choose him. Jesus said to me, tell them. Jesus said, if, if they ask for my help, he says, that's what he says. As he told me to, to tell you, or before. If they ask me, if they ask me for my help, Jesus said, him, I will help them, he says. Ask him for the help. What, are you, what is it that you're struggling with? What is it that you're having a difficult time with? Ask Jesus for help. We all struggle with something. Ask him for help. Cry after him. Don't worry about David said he cried, a day sister, cried day and night. That brother and sister, he cried day and night. Jesus cried to the Father day and night too. Don't worry about how much to cry for his help. Keep crying. Keep asking for help. Keep asking the Lord for help. He will help you. Be willing to give your life for him. Hallelujah. If you want to see your life safe, give it up for Jesus. Let the Lord have you. Let God have His way. Let His will be done. Listen, how do we begin the service today? John eight thirty nine. And this is the Father's will who has sent me, said Jesus, that all which he has given me, I should lose nothing, but should raise up again in the last days. This is the resurrection of the day. God doesn't want to lose not one of us. My brother and sister, I am begging you tonight, in the name of the Lord Jesus, for you to commit your life to him and to look forward to being with God. I want to see you on the other side. I want to see you in the revival so we can go out together and evangelize for the Lord. With God's mercy, with Jesus' help, we're going to make it through the three days of darkness. We're going to get a glorified body with Jesus' help. My brother and sisters, let's continue to cry after him. Lord, help me. Lord Jesus, help me. I cannot do this on my own. My brothers and sisters cannot do it on their own, Lord. I pray tonight that you would help us, Lord. Help us, Jesus. You said that you will meet us halfway, Lord. Lord, look at our struggle every day. You said in your word that every day brings its own trouble, Lord. Help us through this trouble. Help us through this struggle of the flesh, Lord. Help us, Lord, to always choose you, Lord to be on fire for you, not look warm, Lord, but on fire, not cold, not look warm, but on fire for you, Jesus. Help us, O oh Lord. Repay our sin and trespasses, Lord, this day, past, present, and future, in Jesus' name. Help us, Lord Jesus. Empower us to serve you, to seek you. Empower our faith, Lord, to be strong in the Lord, in Jesus' name we pray. Mighty Lord, you are our strength. You are our helper, Jesus. Help us, O oh Lord, to be strong in the Lord, in the might of his power. In Jesus' name, in the last day, Lord, help us to overcome the flesh, the desire of the flesh, the desire of this world, that we may seek the will of God, the one who sent you, Lord. Let thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven, Lord, we pray. O oh Lord God. Help us, oh, Jesus, every day in our struggle, in our desire. Let us make the choice always for you, Lord. Lord Jesus, you'll be number one in our heart and our life, Lord. Lord Jesus, heal the sick. Heal the brokenhearted. Heal the soul, the spirit, Lord. Restore, Lord, the joy of salvation. Someone said to me, brother, you're always smiling. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Lord, restore the joy of my salvation. Thou salvation, Lord. The Lord will give you joy and you will be able to smile. Hallelujah. The strength of the Lord, the joy of the Lord is a strength. Seek that from him. Thank you, Lord. Seek it from Jesus. He loves you. He loves you very very much listen to 50 dreams the lord has given a, a group of roles two brothers of to, our
6: children have had dreams in regards to end times um, and war and um, i have dreams and my husband has visions and so i'm going to start off with um a message that I received and it was actually a message that was this is the very first message that I received in regards to World War III I had no clue about it prior to that and so it was a message about World War III and um, and it had to do with um it, there's going to be nuclear weapons involved that America is coming under judgment for turning away from from the Lord, and that we will be attacked by Russia and nuclear weapons, and the Lord came to me and said that this is a message for my brother. I had another dream in which I was I was in an, in a house that it, it wasn't my own. I don't know where I was, but I was with my family. I felt like maybe there were some other people there, and I just felt like i felt like the lord jolt my heart like he was trying to get my attention and i felt i felt i heard all this static in my head and i felt like that static was the lord was telling me to turn the radio on and so i turned the radio on and um and on the radio it said um you know it was talking about russia and it was saying um about moving and i knew the lord was telling me that um we were getting ready to be attacked and that we were supposed to go to a different location and so um, i just remember scrambling to pack and and trying to quickly leave last week i had i had a dream where i was i was um i was a soldier and i i wasn't i didn't feel like i was in america for some reason i don't know where i was um, and I, I was captured um, I was captured by um, a, a different different arms armed, um soldiers and I and I don't know what country they were from and I just remember being taken to this room with these other women and uh, being questioned and I knew in my heart that um, I was going to be killed and they were being really nice to me but i knew that this was just a front to get information out of me and i knew that i was going to be killed afterwards and and then i went to they were taking me to a different location um i had all this peace inside um uh, that only could come from the lord at the time even though i knew that where they were taking me that's where i was going to be killed and then in the same same dream I it, it completely changed scenery and I I now was in America and I wasn't a soldier and I was um, I was at my husband's grandmother's farm and we were well it was just me and I was I was looking from a distance and in the distance I could see this really large trench and it was a really huge trench and there were these tanks military tanks and i they were they were shooting into the trench and i felt in my heart that they were shooting at people um i just had this feeling that there were people in the trench um but after the after the tanks left i i went to the trench to see who like who was in there, and I didn't see any people. I only saw cows in there, and because uh, there are cows at this farm, and I only saw dead cows in this trench and, and no people. And so, um, and then there was another part of the dream where I, um, I followed these tanks to see where they were going. And I remember crawling inside of like a storm drain to to try to hide and from these tanks and but i i remember the feeling that they knew i was in in the drain and in the storm drain and that that i was going to be killed and i i didn't know how they knew i was in this storm drain and and so when i woke up from this dream i i did some research because i i remembered what the tanks looked like and i i had never looked up tanks to see you know military tanks to see what countries have what tanks, what they look like. And these tanks were distinct and they had, they were a, this camo pattern. And I, I started looking up the U.S. and Russian um, tanks and uh, the U.S. tanks were just solid in color. And, and, and the Russian tanks, when I looked those up, it was, it was a Russian tank, a military tank. And so that was um, the last dream that I've had and so in regards to my husband's visions he uh he's only had visions one time and they all came in the same night um he said he didn't really sleep much at all that night and and so this happened probably about a month ago how my husband's vision started was he 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 got up he woke up and uh, he was just laying there praying, and next thing he knew, um, he saw this Bible, and this Bible, the pages were just flipping really fast, and 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 then the pages just stopped, and then he, it um, stopped at particular scripture, and and whenever he was looking at the scripture, he only could see, like he could see like there was a bunch of writing, but he it was he was just focused. He was just focused on specific scripture that the Lord was trying to show him. And so it was two pieces of scripture that he was shown um, that night. and um, those two pieces of scripture are Acts 2:17. I'm going to turn there. and Acts 2:17 says, um, "And it shall come to pass in the last day in the last days, saith God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh and your sons and your daughters shall prophecy and your young men shall see visions and your old men shall see dreams and or shall have dreams and so this was the first one that the Lord brought him to I feel like the Lord was telling him that this is the time of the end and that he Um, this is why he's getting vision and um, the second piece of scripture that he was brought to was revelation and it was revelation 615 and it reads and the kings of the earth and the great men and the rich men and the chief captains, and the mighty men and every bondman and every freeman hid themselves in dens and in the rocks of the mountains And said to the mountains and rocks, fall on us and hide us from the face of him that sitteth on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb. And then um, that was the last thing he saw in the Bible um, that that God was showing him. And then the scenery changed. And then he was standing on top of this hill. And he was looking in the distance. And in the distance, he could see the mountain where Camp David is and um, Camp David is the underground bomb shelter for the president and he he was looking at this mountain and he said all of a sudden multiple missiles were fired at Camp David and he just saw missile after missile after missile hit Camp David and he said um, he just remembers feeling in his heart that the whoever was in that bomb shelter wasn't going to get out Um, he just felt that in his heart and that was um so those were the two the two visions that my husband had um i'll I'll now tell you about my daughter my daughter and her um and her dreams Um, now my daughter has been walking with the spirit of god for years and I didn't even realize it i didn't even know what it meant to be born again i thought i consider myself a christian i had no clue i didn't know all of the things that she was doing were um you know all the things that she was changing in her life were was because that the holy spirit was convicting her and probably about four or five years ago she had a dream and in this dream she remembers being prepared she she knew she was being prepared by the lord To fight, and it was a spiritual battle, and she was going to be in 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 God's army, and she was going to be fighting the forces of evil in her dream. And this was many years ago, well, many years ago, four or five years ago, not really many, but anyway. But uh, that was the first dream that she had, and recently, this was just um, last week. She had this dream where she saw this map, and on the map. She saw all of our streams and lakes and rivers and all of our bodies of water. And then she saw all of them start to recede and they were all drying up and there was, there was no more water. And she felt the Lord telling her that God will provide for his people, that she shouldn't worry that God was gonna provide for his people. And, and then um, the scene switched and she um she saw uh one of her family members and i'm not going to say who but this family member became really disorn dis disoriented and it was as though they were possessed and that person began to transform into an evil giant and then this person went to the cities to harm people and um That was the end of her dream her dreams that she's had recently and my my son uh, he's he's only eight and um the things that have uh you know how god has been working in his heart has been crazy Uh, he will feel the Holy Spirit he'll feel all this warmth inside He'll tell me how mom I just feel all this warmth inside and I just love God I just love Jesus so much mom and it just warms my heart and so um, he has felt the need to talk to certain people about the Lord he feels like the Holy Spirit guiding him to do so Um, he's had a message for me Um, there was uh, when I first got the message about you know, World War III and the nuclear bombs, and I started to realize that the end times are coming. I actually was hoping in my heart that I was going to be taken out with one of the nuclear bombs. I thought, oh, it'd be nice just to be taken out quickly and, and, you know, not to have to, you know, to suffer through the tribulation. And so there was this one night that, that my son came up to me and he said, Mom, I have a message I have to tell you. And he said, the Lord wants you to know that if you have faith that he will protect you from those bombs and oh, it just I felt like that message meant so much more than that it, I i do have faith that God would protect me if that's his will and but I felt like the message meant more because God knew that my in my heart I was hoping to go out with one of these bombs and I felt like this was God telling me this is not your time this is not my that's not my will for you you have a job to do and that job is to save souls and I feel like he's preparing me for something in the time of the end and I, I don't really know what what that is um, but I feel like that was a message of you know have your, your jobs not done and and um, I need to have faith in, in God's will for me I love you friends uh, God bless um, this message wasn't meant to bring fear to anybody uh, it's you know I just have to share what the Lord has revealed to me
7: I I had a dream and this dream I was back home in Toronto and um, I was walking around a city street and as I looked up I could see warplanes flying overhead and I just for some reason I knew that they were Russian planes and that they were going towards the US and um, I'm not sure exactly how I knew but I knew um, I knew wholeheartedly that it was Russia that was flying overhead and they were not flying um, to Canada, but they were flying just past Canada and into the U.S. So uh, I shared that with Philip after he shared his, um, his revelation with me and um, just felt a confirmation with that.
3: I have a crazy dream to tell you. If I do start crying, you know, it is what it is. But it was very serious and very, very sad to me. So I will be sharing that with you now. So the dream starts out. I'm walking into my grandparents' Um, the grandparents on my dad's side. I open the door and my wife's parents are sitting in a living room. My daughter walks up from the doctor's office in my grandfather's room. He was a doctor. At the, to- um, at, the at the home, it was in, on the mid-level. She walks up and she's crying. I guess, what's the matter, honey? What's going on? She says, Rose's parents, they haven't told you? I'm like, I'm puzzled. She walks uh, me to the TV and Taiwan has been attacked. And um, they're being slaughtered. She looks at my, uh, my wife's parents and says, the Philippines, the phone lines have all been hijacked. They're dead. Nobody can get through to anybody. Um, they can't get a hold of Rose's grandma, that's my wife's uh, grandparents. Um, the, news cuts to, uh, the news cuts to a special report that North Korea has sent ICBMs to Japan, and two have been shot down already, um, but exploded and believed to be of a nuclear force off of Hawaii. Um, they're telling people to shelter in place and they show on the TV people running from the beach for fear of imminent uh, catastrophe, prevailing winds will push fallout towards all major cities and military installments my dad walks down from the upstairs and is crying, he's holding my youngest son, um, Kylo um, I ask, where's Bodhi? and he's like, Bodhi's in school Um, I'm like, we have to go get him like, what do you mean? Um so we go, um I run to the door to get to the car, and I see tanks are down at the end of the street um the uh the way that the tanks are moving, you can see their exhaust black you know black filling the air. The humvee comes down from the mount my grandparents lived on, and I go to get in my car and instead, I run to the humvee and ask for the military for a military escort to pick up my son um Is it okay if you guys take me to the, you know the school, pick up my kid real fast? Um, The soldier from uh, the back window explains, an EMP has been detonated above the clouds of the United States, then says all buses have been ordered to Fort Dix. Um, It's a protection act, and he said like 4423 of the Government uh, Protection Act. Um, It is now in motion for the future of American values and humanity. Uh, I go and run back into the house, but now I'm standing in like military camo at my house at my parents house where they live um, the sky is orange it's like the Sun is setting I'm looking for my wife uh, I have like an M14 uh, machine gun in my arms uh, the front door is locked so I run to the backyard and I see my mom and she's like crying her eyes out I'm like what's well, mom what's up man what's going on and then I see the I see I speak in front of her I see, like, boots, you know, sitting there um, with a helmet on top of them. Uh, My mom says, your father, you know, he really loved your kids. Um, I look around, I kind of look up, like, what? Like, what's going on? And the houses around me are all boarded up as if people aren't living them anymore or something. I don't know. Um, The sense was that, like, a lot of people had died. My youngest runs up and says, I miss Poppy. And I really miss Bodhi, that's my middle son. Um, the one that he took before Dicks in the Dream. I start to kind of cry, like I'm getting upset. The sense is that everyone's dead. And I go, where's Kylo, mommy? Or, Kylo, where's mommy? He looks up with a face of true devastation and being broken. He says, mommy's fighting the war in heaven now, so we can all be happy again. A soldier comes up behind me and says, Lucifer is losing, sir. The Antichrist killed a lot of good people, and the only uh, made God's army stronger. And for that, we'll have a place to go, you know, when we do die. Um, The war in heaven is just getting worse and worse, but uh, God's army is getting bigger and stronger. And I kind of was walking to the front of the house, and then I I woke up. But I just wanted to tell you guys about that dream and... um, the whole Taiwan thing is weird because I keep having these dreams that come true about all this stuff. So, I don't know. I love y'all. I'll talk to y'all soon. As you can see, kind of, the dream kind of broke me up. I'm kind of upset about it. But um, I love y'all.
0: I had a very strong vision. It wasn't a dream. It was a vision. And I was taken up by a very powerful angel and taken to New York. And he took me up in this high-rise building, and at the very top, we were looking from that point towards the city. I could see the city of Manhattan, and the angel was talking to me. I just cannot remember the words, but he was talking about words of judgment. There's this much I know, and he was showing me everything that would take place in New York. And he started to show me through, uh, from this high rise a uh, nuclear war attack coming onto New York. And, and missiles were raining upon New York. And I could see in slow motion, I could see each building pulverized as it was coming down. People had no time to run people had no time to escape this came suddenly suddenly in an hour as he tells us in Revelation 18 it came suddenly folks and it was so devastating and so much it was the entire city was being destroyed utterly destroyed i saw the brooklyn bridge which is a bridge made out of steel it snapped in like twigs in four pieces and and it fell to the water like twigs it just snapped the 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 violence of this attack was so strong, and the the amount of missiles that were coming down was so severe, and everything was being pulverized before my eyes and i'm I'm watching all of this in horror. And as I'm watching all of this, I see a major tsunami, like a major tsunami come up and swallow up. It was swallowing up Manhattan. And like I said, the sky was totally gray, full of smoke, black, full of uh, missiles, uh, warplanes, um all i can describe is like warplanes i don't know if there were uh, drones but it was a massive massive attack taking place and people had no escape they had no they could not run building after building after building after building and this is what was shown to me for the lord warns his people before he brings judgment he warns his people I'm not telling you what to do. You have to seek the Lord and ask Him what to do. He will tell you what to do. But I tell you that it is dire that you seek Him. The Lord is warning His people with very strong messages to get His people to come back to Him. He loves us. He adores us and He doesn't want for any man to perish. It's for us to come to him and obey, obey his word, obey his commandments.
7: Just a couple nights ago, the Lord actually gave me a dream, and this is how it goes. So my wife and I were ministering to a woman who we know, and we immediately felt a violent shake in the house. We run outside, look up, and I see that the streets from the distance, there's just black smoke just covering the skies. And when I start to see the smoke, me and my wife, our stomachs turned, and we immediately knew Oh my gosh, it's here. The Lord warned us and it's here. The invasion is starting. And right when I looked up, I saw a Russian jet plane with a bunch of missiles on it swoop down and do a a bombing pass over a freeway. I look to the right and I see the freeway and it's pretty much all across the United States. But these freeways were absolutely jam-packed with cars. As far as you could see, there were cars on top of cars on top of cars, and people were honking and panicking and trying to escape. And the Russians blew up the freeway, and it blew up all the cars. And when it blew up, me and my wife ran back inside, sat down, and we're like, well, we have to submit to what they're gonna do. And so the Holy Spirit took me in the Spirit to show me what it will be like with the Russians ruling over us. And to put it quite simply, absolute lawlessness, and affliction and i just saw how absolutely lawless it's going to be when the russians rule over the united states so when i woke up from this dream it literally felt like a physical bomb went off right next to me my body was shaking my ears were just about ringing and i'm not going to lie to you there was like a panic of war upon me i'm just being honest as if i was just in a battlefield and the lord just pulled me out and threw me into, back into real life and i was just completely shaken up And the Holy Spirit started talking to me. And he said, the weak Christians won't make it. When bad things happen, the weak Christians are the ones who get an attitude when things don't go their way. He said, get used to all-night prayer nights and get used to fastings. Get used to this so that when they invade, you have the spiritual stamina to respond correctly.
8: I had a very vivid dream in this dream. I had an individual uh, whom I personally know who's in my family come to me. Uh, in the stream, and he says, "Have you? Uh, you need to check the news out." And I said, "Why? What's going on?" He said, "It's on all over the radio. It's on television." I said, "What is it?" He said, "You need to go turn the television on." I said, "Okay, okay, okay." And I turn on the television, um, and what I'm going to show you, uh, and I try to find a, an image that would best depict what I saw in my dream. So this is the best thing I could find, and I'll elaborate a little bit more on this as I'm talking about this. But let me—I'm going to show you. What in uh, this this is an image uh, of America being invaded Uh and in this image they're being invaded from the west and from the east but in the dream I saw a map just like this now I didn't see I didn't see these towers right here so this wasn't in there but I saw I saw from the uh, from the west from the east and from the north there was nothing coming from the south okay Uh in this dream I heard the newscast uh, the news broadcaster said ladies and gentlemen we are witnessing extraordinary events that are taking place in America Uh, it is apparent that we are being invaded and I heard this in my dream and he said if there was ever a time to pray it would be now that's all I heard in this dream now here's where it gets crazy ready again I saw there was an invasion coming from the west from the east and it was coming from the north and it was and I want to say this this is where it became detailed it was air and sea again let me say that again it was air and sea I saw bombers and warships submarines uh, again warship, submarines and bombers uh, it was coming from in in, in these uh, and again it was on the news or we sitting here watching this on the news and you could see them coming in from the west. They were coming in from the east, and they were coming in from the north. There was nothing coming in from the south. Now, guys, here's where it gets chilling. When I saw the, you know, these different types of military vehicles and so on and so forth, when uh, they were like zoomed in, it was amplified to me. And this is what I saw. I saw. I saw the colors on uh, the 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 uh, the nation that was invading us. I was permitted to see the colors and this is what i saw guys that is the colors uh and everybody knows what that is that that was very bold it was bright and i saw those this color this is the color of russia's flag i have nothing to gain from this if anything uh i know that i'm going to gain a lot of scoffing from it so but as a watchman i have to come out and i have to uh, say what I did see.
9: The dream started where the other one left off. In this dream, in the next dream, dream number two, I'm um, over in the uh, northern part of Los Angeles, what they call the San Fernando Valley, and that's where you have like your suburbs and you know your neighborhoods and whatnot. What I saw was chaos. People running around, citizens, Angelinos, if you will, running around everywhere all over Uh, crying screaming in total panic like I've never seen in my life not even in the movies and there were soldiers Uh, they were they were paratrooping uh, parachuting on on, onto the streets they were running around everywhere it seems like the whole place had been invaded and like I said I couldn't tell you what the uniforms were for some reason I I couldn't even tell you the nationality of the foreign troops that invaded but for some reason in my heart I believed it was like Chinese and Russian troops but then once again, for some reason, I was in doubt. I, I, I doubted myself. I doubted the Lord. I doubted. I, I thought, man, maybe this is crazy. I'm just a regular guy. And I said, well, Lord, if, if this is real, if this is totally real, give me one more dream. One more dream and I'll believe it, Lord. And I fell asleep while I was saying that. And lo and behold, a third dream in a row about pretty much exactly the same thing and in this third dream it showed it was more like I got this it was more chaotic more destruction had occurred and it seemed like this kept going on and on it wasn't a one-day thing and people were running around and now people like are in hiding and stuff like that everybody was shocked that that's that's what the biggest feeling was was shocked no one could believe that this was actually happening that this was happening to us because we've never really been attacked except for like, you know, the Alamo, Pearl Harbor, that sort of thing. Um, oh, and of course 9-11, but, you know, nothing like this magnitude where there's troops running around like this, this magnitude. I was just shocked, shocked when I woke up. And I knew I knew it was just just like the other dreams were. It just seemed so, so real. And this time I didn't really pray, pray and say, oh, well, Lord, you know, give me another dream or whatever, but I fought it. In the fourth dream, it was more of the same, and it, sh- but it but it showed people in their homes. And they're in their homes, and they're trying to hide. Everyone's trying to hide by now, and more and more troops are coming in, foreign troops invading, more and more and more. It was a total invasion of the United States. The, the skies were filled with planes. Bombs were dropping. It was a total surprise attack. So it was more of the same on that dream more I could see the intensity of the, of the plan of the attack and it was a well-planned attack. I mean we were overwhelmed and it was evident that the United States was falling. that, that, that was a thing in the dream and it was evident that this was the end times.
10: In my dream, we were actually in Hilton Head. Um, we were not in Orange Beach. we were in Hilton Head and my family was there my mom and dad and my sisters and my you know my husband and my kids. Um, and we were out on the beach and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Uh, bombs started dropping all around us and mass chaos ensued, as you would expect. Um, Everybody freaking out and we couldn't figure out uh, exactly who was responsible for dropping the bombs, but we knew that it was from somewhere over in the east. It was either China or Russia. Um, we, We just had this sense that the east is attacking the west. And so we, we, mass chaos, every screaming, things, um, you know, like the bombs were hitting the sand and just exploding and exploding and exploding, and it wouldn't stop. And so we all ran to our cars, and we were uh, were trying to get out of the area, and all of the roads started shutting down.
11: This is my first YouTube video, and uh, the reason that I decided to make this video was that my wife sent me a text message with um, uh, Bible verse in Ezekiel here, and uh, I just wanted to to sh- be able to share uh, a dream that I had because if I don't, then I didn't do my job. Um, so basically, I, I I wanted to share this dream that I had maybe about a week ago. I I had this dream that I was walking um, outside of my parents' neighborhood and. I was walking on the sidewalk down a two-way street, and um, to the right of me there is uh, conservation land. To the left, there's conservation land. And all of a sudden, while I'm walking, I see that um, out of the blue sky comes out an airplane. But basically, there was like three or four fighter jets that were swarming around this one bigger airplane, and I saw, you know, in my mind, I don't know if it was at that point, but I felt that that was like an attack from Russia to the United States. Uh, While we're walking, I tell my wife and whoever's with me, let's go to the woods or, you know, let's hide out in the woods. and, And no, and, you know, we're kind of like in discussion. And all of a sudden from behind us, from the distance, are like a troop of, these uh, black jeeps, these black jeeps come up on us, and it was too late, you know, to execute a plan to run to the woods. I'm going to recommend that you look at Amos chapter three, and it talks about, you know, a land that is under judgment is going to be destroyed, and then it talks about an army that God raises for, for punishment, for, for judgment. If I can look at that prophecy as and apply it to the times that we're living in. America is the land that is going to be judged. And Russia is going to be the country to bring the judgment. I'm, I'm a patriot. I love America. I love, you know, the Constitution and the founding fathers. And I was born in the USA. I'm an American. And I love my people, perfect or not. We don't love sin, of course, Right? But I believe that there's a strong military out there It's going to bring the judgment and I believe that's going to be Russia. So,
12: I had a dream that the United States was invaded by Russia and China. On the west coast, the Russians were in charge of the war. On the east coast, China was in charge of it. The Russians attacked the state of Washington through Canada. By submarine, they attacked California and wiped out my whole family. They devastated California with their attack. I saw China in Florida and going through New York, but with the Chinese, I saw Cubans the Chinese were issuing orders to them. And I saw Cubans and Venezuelans coming through Mexico and into Arizona, Texas, and what was up to California. And uh, this one, I had two nights in a row, so I feel pretty much worried about this one,
13: man. did I have a dream. I had a dream that I was living on a <clears throat> air force base. Why I don't know. I'm not in the air force. Never have been. <clears> that I was living on an air force base. Me and my dog. All of a sudden, the buildings start collapsing. I'm like, what in the world is going on? You know, I'm like end of the world type stuff. You know. Well, then there's like Russian fighter planes Uh, flying over top of those buildings as they're falling down. I'm like, oh, heck, we're being invaded.
14: Last night I had a very troublesome dream. I wasn't afraid in the dream at all, which is very important, but I just want to let you know that, um, yeah, we're going to be invaded at some point in the future, and it's going to be... They're going to be everywhere. I saw myself trying to drive, but for some reason I couldn't drive. I was walking. So, like, every road that I was trying to go down, I saw helicopters, choppers, like, and they weren't our people. They were another country, and so I saw them, the soldiers, um, marching down the street kind of going after people. They were not shooting at everybody, and I I had the feeling that they wanted to minimize conflict. This is not a normal dream that I would have. So I saw soldiers, I saw a clear invasion in America. This was nowhere else. This was America.
5: I had a dream that around the coastline of the United States, between the Jersey coastline to the coastline of Florida, Texas, and California, all surrounding our country, that you had uh, warships surrounding our country. And you had Russians and Chinese troops in our land. And they were out and about shooting people and uh, now within the dream I'm telling my daughter about the dream and when I'm telling her there's a map that just comes out of nowhere and I can look at the map and I can see where all the warships are located so now I go put on a bag and I go to evangelize and I felt like the Lord was telling me, just go. And I had I was walking, it was dark, and I was walking the streets. And I had no clue where I was going. I ended up in this huge open courtyard, and uh, there was people there. So I started warning people about uh, what was coming. And people started to repent. People were sobbing, they were crying, and they were afraid of what was coming our way so then uh, I started I started telling them what was coming and telling them about my dream then I started to evangelize giving them the gospel and people were repenting and then I woke up get your family together and pray every night and pray for wisdom pray for discernment pray that God will just give you insight how to protect your family How to provide for your family, what to do. I believe the Lord is speaking. So many other people. My my sisters have had several dreams about war and troops on ground in in, on the ground here.
15: Yeah, about two months ago I had a dream. I was on a beach and it was like really sunny outside and I was really close to the water and I saw all these ships and I was like what are all these ships doing here and there was a bunch of ships like Navy ships but I didn't know they were Navy Navy ships until they got closer lined up on this beach and uh I was like one of the only people close to the like where the waves were hitting and the rest of the beach was like empty like I didn't see anybody maybe like a few people like maybe three and uh these ships got closer to the water and all of a sudden um, this ramp dropped on the ship like from the front like this and it, it hit the sand and all of a sudden a bunch of people came out of the ship and they were Chinese soldiers and they were wearing like blue and white camo uniforms and they had like bullpup Rifles like type 95s or something um I think some of them have had bayonets and stuff And I think they even had like rocket launchers and stuff and I I was like Shocked in the dream and there was a whole amphibious landing on this beach And all these ships came closer to the beach at the same time and they all dropped their ramps Um at the same time and soldiers and vehicles were coming up even amphibious vehicles that were chinese and they were also blue and white like camo and uh in the dream i was shocked i was i didn't even know it was an invasion dream i just thought they were ships because i thought it was just swimming but it was an invasion and there were chinese soldiers coming onto this beach and i was like just shocked and uh in the dream i actually walked up in the ship and there was tons of other soldiers and more vehicles coming out of the ship and going down that ramp onto the the sand. And I knew that America had been invaded and that it was about to get really bad. But the next scene, in the dream, it wasn't the Chinese, it was the Russians. And I, I was looking up in the sky in the dream and there was an illusion 76, um, uh plane or or jet and uh it was a russian and it's a it's a white plane it's what the paratroopers drop out of and on the back tail wing it has a russian flag and uh it's big so you can easily tell it's russian if you just look at the tail um you can see the flag and the plane is recognizable and i just saw parachutes um paratroopers coming out of the plane jumping out and then pulling the sheets and you can just see white parachutes all in the sky just lining the sky everywhere and uh i knew this dream was god showing me that war is on the horizon i keep being reminded and uh i wasn't even thinking about this when i had the dream but i did have the dream so i'm going to share it um because it's a warning but uh yeah every once in a while I'll just getting them it's God just reminded me um, that's gonna happen you know Um, that war is on the horizon and uh, it's gonna be really bad
16: in the dream it it was a dream dealing with America I heard people robbing each other they were breaking into each other's homes people were trying to steal things from cars on the street. People were stealing food. People were were absolutely trying to take things from each other, and they were doing it by force and willing to die for it. And all of a sudden, I looked at them, I said, what is going on? I grabbed my hand I said, what is going on? And all of a sudden, I saw China and Russia coming into the United States of America. I, I don't know... That understand it, but they, they were military, they were uh, uh, soldiers, and they were coming in to maintain the peace. I don't, I don't know where the U.S. military was or anything like this, but they were coming in and what they were doing was putting people in concentration camps. They were arresting people, Chinese soldiers and Russian soldiers were arresting people and they were taking guns from everybody. I, I grabbed my face and I said, what? I said, what are Chinese soldiers and Russian soldiers doing in America? I had this dream,
9: and it was so, so real. It felt so real. It was crazy. In the dream, I'm at Santa Monica. Uh, in Santa Monica, California, I'm over by, like, the pier, uh, which is like a, it's got like a, Seems like a fair or carnival type atmosphere at the pier. It's a real famous pier in San Juan, California, and it was in the daytime and it was real sunny. And for some reason, I thought it was the weekend, you know. And everyone was just going about their business. And and what happened was, we were looking out towards the ocean, and everyone was looking out there. And what we saw was like like a foreign navy, and it was either like a Chinese navy. Chinese Navy or or like a, the Russian Navy, and it was all out there, and there were submarines out there that had surfaced, and they were just kicking it out there, and no one seemed alarmed. It, it was like uh, it was like entertainment. Everybody was looking at it, checking it out, and wondering, you know, what's that about and whatnot, and. Everyone started just going about their business and stuff and just staring at it and wondering what it was all about. There was nothing in the news about it or anything. It was like a surprise. It just showed up, and it was
2: huge.
9: It was all over the ocean out there. And I thought, wow, what's that about? But for some reason, I just had a bad feeling about it. Then all of a sudden, they started launching missiles, uh, all types of like missiles, um, bombs, so to speak, uh, towards the, the the entire Los Angeles area, the entire coast there, and and of the Los Angeles area, that entire harbor there, and they started bombing us, and people started panicking and running everywhere,
17: you know. And then I woke up. This is what God showed me. He he just struck me on my my rib, and said, "Wake up." And I woke up. I woke up. And uh, when I woke up, he said, look, and all of a sudden, I'm wide awake. I'm not dreaming. I'm not half asleep. No, 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 no. I'm wide awake. I opened my eyes. I see a big, big screen. Very big. Very, very big. One of these big screen. And I see a bear, big bear, rising up. And that bear, I see Siberia. Oh, Russia. I see in the middle of Siberia, that bear is waking up and is moving. It's moving. And then I say, in my heart, Lord, what is this? What is this? And he says, this is a Russian Siberian bear. It's woke up eight years ago, and it's going now to cause a lot destruction it's going to destroy in countries is gonna come it's gonna destroy very very much it's just destruction 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 and it's not coming back it's gone out like this it's not coming back until it is destroyed completely and totally it's not coming back and then I said, "God, it means it's the beginning of the end." And the spirit was saying, "Yes." So the bear went, and then he said, "Look in the north." And then I looked northward. I saw a white, 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 white bear—snow white bear. I said, "Look, no, that is a polar bear." And he says, "Yes." I said, "Who is that?" He says, "That's Russia again." I said, "Russia, Siberia, bear." And Russia, polar bear? Yes. He says, that polar bear is following that Siberian bear to help it to destroy and destruct whoever it's going to fight. Those countries, they're going to be molded. They're going to be just destroyed to total disaster. It's just destruction is the game of these two polar bears. They're going out to destroy. And it's the beginning of the end. Yeah, I was very touched. Then he said, look on the east. So I looked on the east, and then I saw red dragon rising up. But it's not as big as this humongous dragon. And the Lord said, yeah, that was like eight years ago. This dragon now is very, very big, and it's going to be very, 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 very big. And it's not going to be easily to be challenged. This is going to be a mighty army. It's called China. It's going to be very powerful. Very, very, very powerful. And it's going to go alongside the Siberian bear and the polar bear. they like going to cooperate in some form. And they're ghost just gonna destroy and they're not gonna fight with each other, they're fighting others. And I said, Lord, he says, the beginning of the end. And then he said, look on the west. So I looked on the west and then I saw a big lion which is, is turning down into a smaller lion and I see from its ears is a mountain lion i said who's this mountain lion now he said that's america it's very big now and it's still gonna be do a very big bang a big bang and shake the world and then after that it's gonna slow down and go down and and reduce in size and ferocity and power and it's gonna go down it's not gonna be that lion again that intimidates every other animal, is going to be a mountain lion, much smaller. Have the characteristic of a lion, but it's just a mountain lion. And the forces that are going to play a major role in these last days is Russia and China. Is the dragon and those bears, the polar bear and the Siberian bear. They are going to dominate and they are going to be on the on the on the platform or playground of the earth. They are the ones that are gonna matter. That are gonna you're gonna hear they're doing this, they're destroying there, and they're moving this. And nobody can stop them. Even Europe cannot stop them. It cannot. Nobody can stop them. Only God. Only Jesus can stop them and will come to stop their destruction. Not any other force will dare tackle these two. And especially the China one will be much, much ferocious, much more powerful. It will be so formidable, you don't even want to try and and fight with it.
6: I'm a Malaysian who's currently living in Taiwan, but in this dream, I was in America. I was standing on the road. It It seemed like a busy road. People just walking around, and there were very tall buildings on my left and my right. Uh, I'm I'm estimating about, I think, 50 to 70 floors, And suddenly there was a bomb
0: dropping
6: right in front, somewhere right in front of my face. And caused a huge, 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 huge explosion. I've never seen anything like this before.
18: The Lord has gave me many visions about Russia coming in war with the U.S. And he also gave me visions of China also war in the U.S. as well. Um, the Lord did reveal to me that there are bombs like underground already here in the U.S. This war that is about to take place very soon, this is something very huge. God's wrath is coming to the United States. He told me that Washington, D.C. will be completely destroyed. He told me that New York will be completely destroyed. California will be destroyed. World war three is what the Lord is revealing to me. A World War Three. If you do not know Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ is our Lord, our Savior. He loves us. He died on the cross for our sins. So you guys, prepare yourself. God loves you. Repent. Get saved. Get baptized. Give your life to the Lord. He loves us. He wants all of his children to be saved. I haven't been myself since last
5: Thursday when I had this
15: hysterical dream. I live in Bronx and I work as a nursing assistant. In all the years of my life,
5: I have never before had such a terrifying nightmare.
6: I was looking out into the country, a big flat open field, there's some hay in the background don't know if I was in Texas or where exactly I was. I'm assuming I was, and I just see hundreds, hundreds of missiles or rockets um, raining down. And it's like I almost didn't know what they were at first, but you know now I clearly know they were rockets or missiles. But instead of them landing and exploding. Um, they, they just kind of stopped, like, before they hit the ground, they just stopped and were like uh, fireballs, but in the air, they didn't hit the ground and land, and, and then I I came out of it, and I was like, whoa, and I wrote it down.
13: Series of dreams, one after another, after another, all pertaining to China and Russia, invading the United States of America. I've had a number of dreams regarding this topic and yet last night I had multiple dreams consecutively pertaining to this topic. I woke up with a great urgency on my heart and I felt like it was God saying tell the people to be prepared for things to come. I do want to say that it is not foolish to prepare your home for things to preserve you for a season if needed. And it is definitely not foolish to prepare your heart with Jesus and to make sure you're right with God through the blood of the Lamb. In one of the dreams, I was speaking with an American soldier and I was telling him what it was that God was showing me in respect to China and Russia invading the United States. And as I was sharing the details with him, you could see that he was very sober by it. You could see that he took seriously what it was that I was saying to him. And my hope right now is that the people who are hearing this message would also take very seriously what I'm saying to you right now. God has shown me on a number of occasions the reality of the fact that the United States of America will come under attack by Russia and China for sure I'm telling you without a shadow of a doubt 100 percent fact you can expect this to come to pass and I believe that God has placed upon my heart an urgency to express unto the people